You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. I'll be honest, I don't keep abreast of, uh, <laughs> Broadway, of, of show. Broadway shows. Well, they're called jukebox shows. So it's literally just oh, it's canned them music. writing. Yeah, no, around, they sing. Uh, they but sing. it's around. But it's like they kind of, you know. It's around classics. Thread. Correct. Yeah. Right. So oh, it's like, not. Here's written. when I met Sonny, and it's like, I got you, babe. Like they go through the whole fucking. Uh, right. So it's not. It's it's all stuff people know, and it's not written for the correct. for the piece. Okay. Both welcome to like welcome that. to Axe to Grind, the uh, <laughs> preeminent Broadway musical podcast, American musical theater podcast of the stars. I'm Patrick. I'm Bob. I'm Tom. And joining us today, Jay Reason, and. Oh, Andrew, are you going to... Yeah, sure, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> One half of War Profits here. Okay. Is it the motherfucking sponsor time? Sponsor time, sponsor time. Sponsor time. Hey, guys, can I get in on this? Oh! Okay, let's friends. go. Death Wish Inc. Have we turned people onto that? Did people yes, not know what that was? the streams went from $6 million to $8 million. Yeah. <laughs> Happy time. to help. What do you think about all the shipping of you and Haley? Are you in? Uh, is it getting you off Suicide Watch? Well, here's what I'll say. Uh, this is a different era. Uh, I haven't even shared all the photos, the photoshops of you guys together. Uh, oh, oh, man, these exist? Look, mm-hmm. Amazing. It's a different era. I don't know if it's appropriate. If she's in on the gag and doesn't find it offensive. I didn't hear from her yet. But. Okay, then ship us all day. I don't give a fuck. All right, cool. Again, <laughs> again, this is not a bit. I have no idea what she looks like the last 10 years. No idea. That is absolute horseshit. Not a, it's not a bit. I have no idea. All right, beautiful woman. Don't, I won't look at the TV if you you're going to. No, no, no. I'm going to fuck. He's like, working the bit. He's working a bit. Yeah, he's like, not a bit. bit. I not a, a bit, bit, but he's now got a bit. Um, Death Wish. Inc. Is your whole life a bit? <laughs> it's a heavy Sometimes. bit. Yeah, it's a heavy bit. Um, what is a great accessory for any time of year, but especially the summer? A carabiner. Close, similar world. You got to carry stuff. Who likes to carry stuff? I don't. I'll give you whatever I have in my hands. If I have to carry it. Oh. When you go to the store, what do you not want to, them to give you when you're checking out at the grocery store? Any sort of communicable disease. Or a... Oh, bag. Get correct. the fucking bag out of my face. So how about you go get yourself a Death Wish Inc. tote bag? Oh, fuck, yes. Nice, classy, the big DW on the side. Yep. Yep. Looks good. Yep. Choice of colors. I take the train. I take the train every day, mm-hmm. and I see a lot of a lot of young people looking very cool with their fucking bags. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's, it's so if you are wearing, uh, kind of like a flat brim or 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 a, uh, uh, a dad hat, mm-hmm. you have the clout bag. If you are kind of a, a little bit more like maybe you're wearing high boots, uh-huh. then you are more of a... Uh, toty? Toty. Yeah, yeah, I think you need a toty. So get this toty, and on the music side... Put your records in said toty. Yes. Yeah. Records, groceries, fucking your other Library stuff. books. Library LOL, books. nobody's reading fucking books. <sighs> People go to the library to take out Blu-ray and... Uh, oh! Oh, wow. You're getting blown up. 
Somebody's chirping at us. Oh, my God. Next tell. Laundry's done. As we've discussed, Death Wish has a prolific, prolific distribution. Go there. Uh, I'm going to recommend a distro title from one of their alumni. Uh, I think it's a self-defense family. Oh. Performative guilt. Oh. I haven't heard it. Is this good? Yes, it is. Okay. Is it? Is It's good. So you should go get it. Um, self-defense has at least a 65% hit rate among people who have above average intelligence. Yeah. You're not going to like everything, but maybe no. you'll like this one. Do you know the cover model? Yeah, he definitely does. Oh, yeah. It's Olivia. I, yeah. I love the fact that he didn't know who the cover was. Uh, he's I, got a lot of records. In I there. have to think about so, it. Yeah. Do you know the cover art, the cover models of every record? No, not every time. Sometimes it's just like... so. Like stock photos? Or no, 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 no. But, but on Instagram... If somebody's face is really interesting, I'll just put it in my saves Notes, yeah. and say, oh, that's an interesting face. Uh, and if there is a record that makes me think of their face, like it says, oh, that, that would work for that person's face, then I contact that person. Sometimes they're my friend, for that's sure. Incredible. And, and other times they're not my friend. You know? Yeah, it works. It's cool. Um, but Go uh, get this one. Performative Guilt. Yep. Uh, shout out to 6131 for putting it out. Bigger shout out to Deathwish for having it for sale. You can go get it. Enter the promo code. Axe to grind. And you should. Spell it out. Get 10% off. Also, big shout outs to Close Casket Activities and Run for Cover, our other sponsors, who are awesome. You know what I'm going to spend a little time doing? Tell right me. Now? Talking about Sam Yarmouth. Okay, yeah. Triple B Records. Um, last year, a bunch of good records came out. Two of my absolute favorites. Maybe I had three favorite records that came out last year. I know four. Four, maybe five. Fuck. Mm, killing it. Two of my top five were Candy Good to Feel. Yep. Mind Force, Excalibur. Woo! Mm. Listen to Mind Force the other day, kind of get woken up. Man, that's a good record. Starts so, so, so strong. Great, great morning record. record. He just repressed both on Cool Colors. Um, these are two records that I think are nice to hold, have in your house. Maybe display, share with family members, show to small <laughs> children, that kind of thing. Sure. Um, you should go to triple B records dot com. Enter the promo code Axe to Grind. Oh wow. Oh, crazy. I know. That's the secret code. And you should spell that out. And you get ten percent off. Thank you, sponsors. Uh so today now, Jay, you, you are more than enough guests. Don't get us wrong. No, I, I actually will agree with everything you're about to say. So go ahead. Yeah. I, We've been waiting for you. Uh, but, you but but you were you were going to arrive in tandem with our other guests. Literally maybe till what, Tom? About forty five minutes ago. Yes. Mm-hmm. So for those who don't know me in the current stage, yes. I do a podcast with Lord Isaac, Danny Diablo from Scarhead, Crown of Thorns, called Diablo's Den. Supposed to be here, but instead decided to take a bunch of acid at the last minute, and that kind of turned into a like couldn't get into a car, and so we're, we're still hopeful that maybe we'll get a call. But yeah, we're not sure. We're, currently, we think little chance he's coming. You know, with him, anything 50, 50? is possible. Yeah, yeah. Any, I'm just saying, anything is possible. Anything is possible. He, he, he could swing through the window right now. We don't I will know. say That's that right. he did post on his Instagram that he was coming. Right, and he was in his We don't feel slighted. <laughs> to be totally frank with you, to many of our listeners who know Isaac from Crown of Thorns, yeah. who know him from Scar- uh, kind Scar- of being head. a legacy sort of... 
this is on brand. Yeah, you know what I mean? Is, yeah. <laughs> like, right, right. If you showed up with a green juice, you'd be like, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, I want so bad for you to be asleep tonight at like 2 a.m. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, <laughs> he does have your address. He does have the That's address. So. Give him the door code. Yeah. He can come in. It doesn't fucking matter. That's great. <laughs> so uh, shout out shout out to Isaac. Uh, hopefully, we get you on at some other time. Uh, hopefully, we get you on today. We'll yeah, see. There you go. We'll see. But, uh, but Jay, you, you are a, a joy to us. Thank I'm you. so excited to yes. be here with my friends today. Yeah. So thanks for having me. On. Love so this J- Jay, we're gonna kind of you're gonna be our fourth mic. We got a yeah, s- like we got like four and a half mics today. Yeah, um, we're gonna do mailbag. But before we do, um, we used to do this thing where people would give us their bona fides, right? That's how you say it. Yes. Okay. Right. I think. Give us why anyone would know you, or maybe not know you, Oof. but maybe. Going if they want to peek it? behind is the curtain, it's like the equivalent of like writing your dating yeah. app, like or or like yo, like when you're asked weird. to write your own eulogy, like okay, what the fuck did I wow. do in my life? Jeez, so, is that an so exercise? Do you want me to do it for you? It might. We might need to. <laughs> I'll let Tom. You know, that might be what we do. Write your it's own dark. eulogies. Shit. Maybe I'll let Tom do Let's a little bit of it, just because okay. I'm. If I do it, it's going to sound like self-aggrandizing. Yeah, yeah just done like a hundred thousand things. So maybe in a nutshell, I don't know. So I don't know the timeline exactly. Voice of reason. Voice of reason. That was that before stillborn. So that was kind of like right around the same time. And then we did a record on Triple Crown. Yeah. We recorded almost everything that came out with Don Fury. So we had a really great relationship. Worked yeah. out that we recorded at right. the Spring Street Studio. Um, In the basement? Yeah, I have some awesome. great stories of just, you know, being around there. Uh, did Stillborn, which was Jamie Josta from Hatebreed's label. Right. Before Jamie Josta was Jamie Josta, if that makes sense to me. Before he was yes. Jamie Josta yeah, trademark. Yeah, he was just Jamie, yeah. you know, Hatebreed and doing shows right. and stuff. And uh, yes, done, kind of started there. Then the distance, mm-hmm. yep. Then the distance, which has you been feel written, it written away to time. Uh, it's been written out. Time, yep. uh, but we had did a record, record on Bridge Nine. Nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a record on a short-lived label, part of Century Media, but it's mm-hmm. now on streaming. We've gotten the rights. Oh, back. it is. I sang nice. on you. Yeah. Yeah. So, boy sang on the demo. Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah boy. So Tom, Tom actually came out and did a favor because Tom is one of our favorite singers. He came mm-hmm. out and did the demo with us. I liked uh, it. We did it at D- at Dean's. Remember that's when it was in downtown Brooklyn. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, and then from there, just kind of, you know, kick around in the behind the scenes thing. Yeah. I currently worked on that Godfather's a Hardcore documentary mm, with Ian McFarlane, which was great. When is that um, going to be released on? So next month, it's a wide streaming oh, uh, no release. Shit. And we have DVDs coming, uh, Blu ray, like the whole thing. There's a whole That's... rollout. Um, it was incredible. Like we talked about it on the podcast. Yeah. Like I had seen it. So it was crazy. So that yeah. that's actually like just a real interesting story. Yeah. Like uh, I'd gotten a call maybe. I don't know, maybe two or three years ago from Ian uh, McFarland, who right. was part of Blood for Blood. Mm-hmm. Um, so for Polyglot. those people who don't know, Polyglot, yeah. <laughs> That's how I uh, met him. <laughs> weird pairing thinking about it now, but Voice of Reason and Blood for Blood used to tour together and yeah, play right, shows yep, together. Right, yep. And like, you know, I very much like have been friends with Ian for years. Yeah. Um, and he called me and was like, hey man, I'm going to do this thing on Kickstarter where you help me make some graphics and like do a poster and yeah. You know, I just I always say yes to everything. I mean, you know that. Yeah, of course, yeah. I say yeah. yes to everything. So. Yeah, yeah let's let's pull back oh, a yeah, minute. Yeah. Ahead, On top sorry. of it, two things that aren't mentioned. Very nice guy. Oh, incredible. Renowned, nice guy. nice guy. One of my favorite dudes I've ever met in hardcore. I appreciate that. I think years, if you I've know known me, each other for 27 yeah. years. Two. Yeah. CTHC. Yes. Yes. Important CTHC. Lifelong. There we go. Lifelong. Lifer. Wearing a death threat shirt currently. Yeah, oh, I didn't even notice that. Doesn't doesn't even know it. Just yeah. bleeds it. It sweats yeah. out. Comes from your pores. All right, that, so shirt, that shirt is like seventeen years old, and it looks like it's brand new. It's actually a tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I meticulously take care. of like, I you can everything. tell you're a meticulous um, guy. You just can tell. But so yeah, like uh, you know, just worked on a bunch of stuff from there, and then currently do uh, partner in label services With stuff Morgan. that works on a, bo- a lot of behind the scenes type. Uh, 
stuff with uh, Brian McKnight and uh, Sean Stockman from Boys mm. to Men, a lot of legacy R and B stuff, and then uh, do a little label called War God with Ryan from Outbreak, who you guys will remember. Yes. Sure. Um, so and that's just him and I, and we license a ton of cool stuff that's never been released on vinyl. And right. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. just interesting. Kind of, it's a cool way to stay involved in the music yeah. thing without. And you guys do like a, an incredible job on like the layouts and stuff. Thank it's not you. just kind of like yeah. a cheap kind of. Yeah, we actually we have yeah. six official record store day titles next year. Okay. So it's like wow. second to like the major labels, and literally right. it's just Ryan and I. I mean, we right. we do the layouts, yep. we license all the product. I mean, I get on the phone. We're right. we do everything. How tough is that? To get like, hey, Joe, Sony, can I have, you know. So I worked at Sony. <laughs> yeah, you would know too. You yeah. both worked at labels. Total so transparency. Yeah. I mean, I worked yeah. at Sony for a bunch of years. Right. So I think that that helps. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely helped get the introduction to the right people. Right, and right. get things done. But I think on top of that, the fact that um, I also did a label for a long time. I know yeah. how those yeah. people sure, want sure, to sure, be sure. treated and talked Spoke to. to and yeah. the product should look. Um, well, it's a fair deal. And then I think the other thing is you now have a track record. Yeah. yeah. People can look at it and say what you've done and go, oh, yeah. Oh, this isn't garbage. The right. first the first couple, I bet it was more work to get that. And then once you get the buy-in, then it's dominoes. Yeah. So what was the first record you did? So the first record we did was actually an In This Moment record. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Originally, Ryan and I had sat down. He does So he does Think Fast records, right? Right, right. Um, and he'd wanted to do this in this moment record. They were licensing a ton of stuff from Century Media, um, but it just didn't fit with what they were doing. Yeah. And he said to me, he was like, hey, man, do you want to like do this? Like just start a label. Like yeah, him and I okay. are really good friends. Right. You know, Outbreak and uh, The Distance yeah. toured a ton together. Sure, sure. And yeah, yeah. Uh, Ryan lives out in LA. And I was like, yeah, man, let's just fuck it. Like what yeah. else is there to right. do? And like, you know, old man, what else am I going to do? Yeah, right. So we just <laughs> started doing hobby. it. Yeah, we just started doing it. And I mean, between all the listeners, yeah. it's not really between us, the licensing fee on that was affordable enough yeah. that we were like you know what this could sell and do well it hadn't been put out on vinyl right maria brink is a very known person we played that mm-hmm. up obviously in the yeah, layout right, right, right. we did a super interesting gateful like we yeah, all yeah. the tricks you know that you yeah, would yeah. do in that world um right. and then from there it just kind of snowballed we used those to kind of get to sony i went to sony and was like hey there's this e6 record doing. yeah that had right. never been put out we we're like can we get this right and yeah, from there on, it was right. just kind of snowballed from there. We reach out to the bands, so we get yeah. the bands involved with us, which has been which really is a cool. really That's nice cool. move. Yeah. yeah, because this whole vinyl reissue thing's been happening for a minute, and we've seen that situation where the band isn't being contacted, or there's discrepancies, and there's two people going at the same record, and then it leads to real one marketplace confusion, and then two, like, wait, what's legit? What's not legit? And sometimes the answer is. Well, kind of both, but also kind of not. Right. Well, so a lot of that, too, I think, has to do with the bands just not understanding what exactly a licensing deal is to a label like us, right? So a lot of times, um, without naming any of the specific projects, we have Mm. kind of gotten into it with some bands who are like, you know, we didn't approve this and blah, blah. And we'll say to them, we're like, okay, we know you didn't. We got it approved through X label. That's why we're writing you to see if you want to be involved. Like, like we don't have to do, it's a courtesy. Yeah, like, and and nine times out of 10, they're psyched and we get liner notes and stuff. But there has been some time, I mean, we've canceled records where it's just, we see a certain path where we're like, oh, we know that dude's going to like (laughs) go off and start doing that. And and that's the one thing we don't want to do. I mean, you're a collector. I've sent you records before. So like, you know, I, I want the bands to also feel like, oh my God, this person got our record and did right. a great layout and really, you know, I don't want someone they to care about it. it. Yeah, they yeah, care about it. And both so, sides, yeah. that's that's the craziest thing to me is that you get that with artists where it's like, oh, you don't understand. Like, 
if I wanted to just do this, and some labels do, and not contact you, that's what you signed away. However, I love the way you guys do it because you actually care, and they're like, "Ugh, we really want the artist to be right." On the artist board. can find out when they see it in the record store and go, "Oh shit!" Yeah, I mean that's I mean yeah that's pretty. I mean we go through yeah. a lot of work too on certain titles. Like we did yeah. that Sponge uh, Rotting Pinata record, right? Yeah, so the cool fi- the files of that had been yeah. lost. We like wow. recreated, like I literally did every candy corn by piece and we got Holy things like right. real, you know, remade and right. it just shows that when you see that record, I mean, it just looks yeah. amazing. You know, we remaster everything. So yeah, right. we don't cut corners. We also don't try to charge you like an arm and a leg no, for that course. stuff right, either. Right. You know, we're not like, we understand again as like uh, consumers in the mm. bubble that this is like, you're only going to pay X amount, but right. we want to make sure that, Hey, if I'm charging you 25 bucks, you're getting a poster. It's right. in a gatefold. It's on a high right. quality product. Good, you know, it looks right. great. So, Can you imagine a Sony like losing files? Like that blows my mind. Like that, that you would be shocked. I guess you would so. Be, yeah, but especially, especially there's or a whatever, threshold. Even if it wasn't Sony, whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, there's a threshold. Probably 2000 to 2003. That's the gray area where it's like, oh shit, we need to make sure we have digital copies of all this. And before that. It's fucking wild west. I mean, it happened with us. Hollow plans. If you really want to get (laughs) wild with it, yeah. Wow. So that happened us for unorthodox. Yeah, when we we repressed it, he had to create it. He took a photo of his own copy and made it because we didn't. They didn't exist anymore. We We, didn't know where the fuck they were. The uh, plant that did all the jackets for Gorilla Biscuits start today Uh lost the the plates, so there were no digital files for the LP. No shit or the CD. So that was completely recreated when we did that for two thousand six. Really? Painstaking, because yo, if that if you could te- if you could know that that was redone, we didn't do our job, right? That's why. So we had to yeah. redo the entire thing, and it was just like literally like looking at it and going, "This is off this much. I'm sorry. Right. Like we have to, you know, right, like, right. Wow, that matters." Now, Jay, in the '90s, uh, DC Comics had an imprint called Paradox Press. Yes, mm. right. Who famously put out the big book of. Uh, books, so big book of conspiracies, big right. book of uh, bad men, bi- and it it, it was a uh, uh, really fun format that you'll find in used bookstores all around the country, right? And like people that remember that remember it really fondly because they grabbed kind of rising and premier indie artists and said, "Tell this story," right? And the each story would be like five to ten pages, uh, and really fun. Uh, there is a lost one of those, uh, the big book of wild women that never came out. Mm. That sounds can, great. Can you help me secure? See, I bet Isaac wishes he was here right. now to to yeah. hear about this. So we need to get in with Warner Brothers. That. Can you help me secure the rights? I mean, I'll tell you what. If you can find even the the, the publisher, I can help you. Mm. I mean, we've we. I, and I don't even want to take credit for this. I really got to give a shout out to Ryan who does right. most of this work. He's so dedicated to it. Like he he goes in and like literally will start like cold emailing um, people. You know, it's it's a lot of it is just really discovery stuff. I mean, we're working on some cool stuff, which I'll tell you guys about after with, mm. which off, are some really the, like, yeah, some really cool stuff that I I say to him, I'm like, dude, how the fuck, fuck yeah. did yeah. you get this Pull dude this on the phone? So, Again, I think that's what's cool. Is just like props to Ryan, a hard worker ever since Outbreak, yeah. and like with Think Fast. And, like, and I love that you guys shouted out on the last episode because yeah. I, I think again, Outbreak has been one of those yeah. bands. Yeah. Okay, we talked about it on the episode we just recorded oh, okay. like yeah. minutes okay. ago. Yeah. No, but, but, you're not gonna love it. No, we need to hear your input because he's more of a. And source. I sang on the record. The first okay. Time. Yep. And I did. A, we did a split with them. We had a long conversation because we did the Mosh Madness. It's all wrapped up now. Okay. We kind of unbuckled our belts and fucking let it all <laughs> hang out a little bit. 
talked about public transportation for way too long. Yeah, way yeah. Too long. But <clears throat> we went through stuff that kind of gotten forgotten off the 2010s list. Yep. Trash Talk was one of those bands. And we're like, yeah, they were a live band. They didn't have tracks. Yep. And then we were comparing it. Some, Pat brought up No Justice. And I'm like, nah, you know, people argue that they have tracks. I was like, they were a live experience. And then we were like, well, Outbreak. They were such a live experience that we said, we don't think they had tracks. But I said, you know what? There's a record that came out. Their last LP, I believe. The one that was on Trustkill. Is that on Trustkill? Yeah. I don't know. There was at least a There's record a later. Deal. Okay. Oh, because it was. Did they do their vinyl? Or so something? Uh, I don't think it. But do, do the question is, and then we'll get okay, into okay. the mechanicals. <laughs> did Outbreak have tracks? And we know you're their friend, but did they have tracks? I do. So I I think they have two specific. Yep. MP, which is off um, the Bridge Nine record, mm -hmm. and of course your scum. That was like. Because that's what we referenced. Was yeah. that you couldn't go to a hardcore show that in the mid 2000s. Well, no, and I think the song though too. Yeah. I think that that's a track that like if I was going to play somebody outbreak, I would, would probably pick that or MP. Okay. Um, I think, and a lot of this, I think, is just like you know, it was a lot of how Ryan carries outbreak. I think he just doesn't. You didn't, he didn't really care. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's done. It's done. Whatever. To somebody like me, a total transparent. I mean, it yeah. bothers me that we've been written away to time. I have of no course. problem saying that because we. You know, put a lot of work and time yeah. into it as opposed, you know, do like Ryan's like, ah, it's cool, whatever. You know, <laughs> I wish I was more like I want to talk that. about that. Okay, I want to yeah, talk yeah. about yeah. that. Um, but I love Outbreak. So. You love it. All yeah. right. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's give live context. for sure, though. I, I know what you're saying. I think live. Because live it, was, it overshadowed it. Was, it. Yeah, it didn't matter. Sure. Like I said, that there's that Outbreak record. There's at least a trash talk record that I listen to. I'm like, oh, these actually are like songs now. They aren't just loud blasts of trash, craziness. Trash talk you know? never did it for me either. Like, I like the aesthetic of it, and it was one of those bands that I had wanted to like. Yeah. Right. But and live. I'll be honest, they're not a band I'm listening to. Yeah. Nor really ever, but they were a live entity and such a force. But I heard a record, I'm like, oh, wow. All right. I, they're at least. Putting something together. Yeah. To give context, Voice of Reason, Stillborn, you, yeah. big part of late 90s Connecticut. Yeah, even yeah. too, like in a weird, and again, not to sound, a lot of this has to do just with my connection with Jamie and Hatebreed. Mm -hmm. I think a, a plugged into just even a larger thing than Connecticut. Wow. I was yeah. really blessed to like, you know, uh, be involved in something like that and just be friends with someone who was on the cusp of like doing something huge, you know, like, mogul level. Shit yeah. I mean, like, yeah, like, I mean, I, I can honestly say early on working with Jamie, I knew the dude was a genius. Like he right. always had something in his head that was like, I'm going to do this. This is a path. Like whether it's how I get there is right. people's opinion, you know, but he did it. Yeah. And I mean, dude, I, you, we knew that going into it. I mean, that, again, that's why, do I never had a real job like until yeah. I was 30 years old? Like I pretty much <laughs> went amazing. and rode with this dude because yeah. I was like, yeah, man, let's, let's do punk this. Let's rock, man. I mean, I didn't even it. go to college or anything, you know? The, the thing that we can give to Jamie, as you said, people can take issue with whatever. Yeah, you CBD know. oil discounts and stuff. <laughs> right, right. But <laughs> at one time, but, you know? But yeah. it's not just that. It's, it's uh, uh, very few of us in music aren't just thrashing around, desperate, trying to... Uh, oh, I got a foothold here. I got a handhold here. Right. Very few people have a plan for for a, for a, a, yeah, attacking fall, that mountain. Right. He didn't fall ass backwards into this. This was right. all part right. of the deal. And and uh, uh, those sort of dudes. Again, to be honest, I don't I don't care if he sells all the CBD oil in the world. That's yeah. kind of funny. But bless up on CBD. I, mean, I think it's yeah, great. It's hilarious. Cares? Right. Yeah. But 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 you know, there's probably some. I'm sure I could find uh, some counterpart to him who I do look at him and say, "Oh, that's kind of tacky" or whatever. Right. But 
Uh, having a plan, as a guy who never has a plan, I envy it so right. much. I look at it with great admiration. Mm. The other thing, too, I think that his plan really helped was that it helped the state. Like, he was bringing yeah. in, which you guys talk a lot about, which I love, is like, you know, getting kids involved. If there's not something happening in your town, book the show, take the yep. loss. You know, like, I, I'm a, like, I love when you guys say that. It's one yep. of my favorite things to hear people say that because... Yep. A lot of times kids are just waiting instead of being the dude who's like, you know what? I saved 300 bucks. Get the haul. Like, fuck it, you know, it. fuck mm-hmm. it, do it. And a lot of ways, if you look at Connecticut, um, there was like such a lull until Jamie came in and was kind of yeah. like, okay, I'm going to bring in like right. dudes like into. I mean, that's yeah. how I know Tom literally right. like, you know, that's how I know a lot of these people. So it's just like, it was crazy because. We had the tune in and we had other venues, yeah. but Jamie was very much the guy who was bringing in like Cold as Life and Madball, yeah. like stuff that yeah. those venues weren't touching. That was really like what was people right. wanted was to see. Cool, yeah, man. yeah it was so crazy. he like the bike exchange and all that stuff was him. Yeah, so it was. Uh, so There's the tune in was right. original. Yeah, the right. tune in was kind of like the spot in Connecticut. It was right. on Center Street, right? Mm-hmm. So Jamie used to play in a band called Jostin 14, 14, right? Mm-hmm. So there was like a riff in Connecticut. I'm I'm not privy to the story. Yeah. Who knows? Sure. But there's this, it's an obvious tear like in the scene too, like music wise, show wise. Josta 14 spins off, gets another singer, and Jamie starts Hatebreed. I just want to point out, there is no way you're not privy to the story. I like the way that you... I love the <laughs> He didn't even look I too loved, much of a like yeah. devil's yeah, grin pause. that you were on yeah, or Tom will do. But like, uh, you're definitely privy to the story. Don't share it. But, but it, I'm All right, so I'm waiting for my book to come out, which okay. has stories right. on everybody. <laughs> okay. uh, no, just kidding. You kept that one just rolling. I liked it. <laughs> very pro- Beneath the sheets, but, which so, yeah. a reason. So there's a very much like a, there was a ride in the, in yeah. the scene, and uh, for whatever reason, the promoter of the tune in like wouldn't allow jamie and jamie adjacent bands like in, in his club and all this stuff so jamie Fernando? yeah fernando he, he uh, bet on the wrong horse go ahead yeah, go, he, go he, de- he definitely yeah. did but this is where we were me and jamie kind of like in cahoots sort of worked against this was so jamie was booking like bike exchange max right. Luna's, uh-huh. um you know uh, all these other LNG later LNG was later a little bit in the mix later it was super far for us in Connecticut so that was kind of like when off shit was happening yeah. LNG would sort of pop back up but that was Not the club everybody's yeah. like fuck a fuck. show at that uh-huh. you'd still so go far. but you're yeah you were bummed you know but where are you from in Connecticut so I'm from originally from Orange Connecticut yeah, as Tom oh, will know. Uh, right. yeah so right on the coast in between like New Haven and mm-hmm. Bridgeport um but so, you know, Jamie's kind of booking and bringing all those bands, and, right. and Fernando was like, no, none of those bands will, will get involved at the tune-in, right? But so I'm like, I don't know, 16 years old kind of thing. Um, I had my older brother, shout out to my brother John, who got me into all this stuff. So I went up to Fernando, was just kind of like, you know, a little kid, like, yeah. hey, nice to fucking meet you. Like, yeah. can I book shows at your fucking club? Like, whatever. <laughs> the guy's like... Mm-hmm. Sure, kid. Like here, here you fucking go. Like book a fucking show, Uh, and dude, literally the old. So this is going back to the old rev board. I literally this house young and just young. The internet is, and you are, and just dumb. I'm like, does anybody have a booking contact for Murphy's Law? Like that's literally the post I I put on rev board. I get a call at my parents' house from Tim Bohr, who was booking them at the time, who. Totally tried Shout to get, out Tim Bohr. Yeah, it gives me like this crazy offer for Murphy's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely like probably couldn't afford or whatever, but yeah. I was like, you know what? Brand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. But I saw it as my opportunity to kind of get into this club right. and like, sort of like, you know, do something. Yeah, yeah right? do something and sort of help Jamie and kind of parlay sure. my band into some shows and, you know, do, do the whole thing. 
Um, and yeah, like next thing I know, I'm booking a couple shows here at Tuna and I'm bringing in Jamie's bands. You know, we're bringing right. in like Push Button Warfare yeah, and yeah. all Amazing. these things that he's like, none of those bands will ever play. And we put him on a flyer like PBW. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he had no idea, but yeah, he didn't right. fucking right. know. Those so, names. Yeah. so yeah, that's uh, just so, a little crazy. White, white guys with short hair. Uh, <laughs> so. so uh, I'm just going to bounce off yeah, of yeah, yeah. a thing that you said, which is uh, y- as a kid, essentially, you approached uh, a literally bit. this, the, like the, the owner promoter of the tune in, like the club the thing to do. Yeah. So don't be scared. No, don't it's, just do it. Exactly right. And and here's a bit more on that. So everybody in this room has either played hundreds of shows or booked many, many <laughs> shows. And Andrew, to my right, uh, was a sound guy at. Many, many clubs. Here's what we will all tell you. Bar managers, often venue owners, are alcoholic cokeheads who, <laughs> yes. have, who have no memory of what you said. Right. Mm-hmm. They will say yes to you. <laughs> yeah. if, you if, they, if you can make them a hundred US dollars on a Tuesday Tues- night, yes. oh they God. will... Take you on no matter who you are. They'll you, say, you got potential, kid. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. You need that Saturday? Mm, all right, maybe yeah, we yeah. can do this. I'm, del- I'm telling you. The next thing you know, you're like the buyer at like the huge <laughs> thing. In, I mean, I've seen it in Connecticut. Like, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So please, and if you get a hard no, this is... so Go down the street. Yeah, go to another place. Or, Jesus. or, or so... Uh, active consent. If somebody tells you no in your love life, that's a no. If somebody tells you no in business, that means ask in three days. So, so, so no, or you correct. ask their the person they don't like. So, yes, yeah, this is this is a game that we play in the town I'm from, Brick. We have about six or seven VFW DAV halls in the town. Yeah, you just go from one to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next, to the next. When you end up at the last one, they Start forgot, again. and they're ready for your money again yeah. because bingo nights yeah. only go so far. Well, also, you ever go to the Apple store? Oh, they quoted you 400 <laughs> bucks. Say, oh, no, I can't do it. You go the following day, and the person just weirdly likes your face. Suddenly, it's 110. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just... Does that happen? Oh, yeah. Nobody That's likes amazing. Face. No, man, nobody likes it. No, oh, wow. of course. Oh, no, you just go fired. back. You go back. You could have right. gotten it for free. This guy. I was just being funny. Dude, I'm not you an make some karaoke shots. Yeah. Karaoke videos. But I can actually <laughs> sing, though, so I, will, I don't need to backtrack. So, okay, quick thing. Uh, I, can we do uh, uh, Axagrand karaoke at Sound of Fury? Oh. At a karaoke bar in downtown LA. Does that mean we host it or we have to we do it? We host it. We should be doing it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're going to ask people to do stuff you wouldn't uh, do yourself? Yeah, I would up. do that. I mean, I love karaoke. Come? Are you coming? Yes, I actually enjoy karaoke. I have two staples yeah. on there. See, what are your staples? Mr. Big to be with you. Wow. Nice song. It's super easy to sing, like, too. I'm not, I can't, I'm not a vocalist. Don't give me that yeah. shit. Or Elvis, Suspicious Minds. I'm a sick Elvis fan, if anybody. Well, like, like me and Kits will talk about You can pull that off. That you love. Can we go do karaoke in Albany? Because I feel like we'd rock the room. In Albany? I should honestly, while while I'm fucking on my mother's couch next month, I should just fucking... uh, (laughs) Really tighten up and get a quick 15 Six years from now, guys sitting at the bar. Yo, do you remember... May 2019. You remember when that, that young fella, that pale man, strode in the room? Thin man. He had something to thin prove. Thin man could sing. <laughs> something to prove with that madness song. Oh, uh, 
Yes. Yeah, so anyway, uh, listeners, uh, oh, we got that's... listeners of all age. But if you, if you are uh, young and you're new to the world of uh, coke binging, uh, <laughs> insane fucking uh, karaoke, coke binging, <laughs> Andy Rice, yeah. v- let's v- go. If, if, if venue owners and and booking agents to a degree, we've talked about it. Uh, Jay just said it. Tim Bohr calls him up. Tim Bohr, well-known booking agent. A uh, great uh, guy. Yes. Yep. Awesome dude. C- calls up Jay, quotes <laughs> quotes him uh, 3600 for fucking Murphy's Law. Uh, when Murphy, I said yes. When yeah. Murphy's Law at that time was probably worth 900 And, and uh, you say yes yeah. or you... You say, oh, I don't know if I could do it. And you say that with sincere enough voice. Right. Yep. And then Tim goes, what can you do? What can right. you do? Yeah, right. what can you do? Right. So just, again, we, we like to give the cheat sheets here. These so, are yeah. the cheat sheets. Another quick story just about being young and, and kind of fitting in with this. So when Voice Reason first wanted to record, we right. wanted to record with Don Fury. Like there was yeah, no other yeah. option. Right. So this it's is Don pre-internet. Fury. Like there's no way to find this dude, right? right? You can Google him. Right. right. So most people would probably just stop being like, okay, you know, because we used to read all the Rev records. Course, and you'd right. see like, he did everything, you know? And I was like, shit, man, like, if I'm going to start a band, I'm like, I, you know, <laughs> I, I don't, we had done some, this is the guy I don't want to make it sound like we just magically knew, you know, no. I, we had recorded some really terrible things before it was Voice of Reason. Sure, right? sure, sure, sure. Um, and literally, dude, like, I remember ca- I, calling Revelation Records, mm-hmm. and they just answered, and I was like, hi, do you have a number for Don Fury? And they're like, <laughs> yeah. it was like confusion yeah. at first, they put me on hold. And like two minutes later, like they gave me a number for Amazing. Don Fury. And then I called Don, right. yeah. like left. Said, this- I got your number from Revelation. Like, Listen, yeah. I'll tell you guys right now. Like he, I called and left a message. Right. I was t- f- like, probably said something like, hey, you know, blah, blah. Like, we just want to record. I had no idea how much it was going to be or whatever. Right. He calls my parents, house leaves a message. Yeah. It was $60 an hour back then. This is in 1990, whatever. Yeah. He had just right. finished doing the Civ. Can't, uh, yep. can't yeah. wait to interact. feeling himself. Hey, you know what though? It was yep. worth every penny yep. because when yeah. we came, I mean, we spent a thousand dollars to do to do that demo. When this was right. in like '96 or which whatever, '95, like which is like crazy. crazy. Right. Yeah. But the dude had just literally, yep. like, dude, Sammy from fucking, uh, you know, Youth of Today was like coming in the studio. We're right. just like, yeah, like, dude, we didn't even have drivers. Like, my dad fucking sat upstairs <laughs> while we played. Like, Van was 14 years old. Like, we were kids, dude. We had no idea. Yeah, we like we we saved like we all got jobs. So again, like. We weren't even of age to work, but we found little things to make right. the money. Like we were like, yeah, okay, we yes. know we need a thousand bucks. It wasn't about like trying to get a show or try. We yeah, just yeah. we created a milestone that we were like, right. hey, if we can let's get, get this, this and do it from there, because that'll be your band. That's yeah. that's the invest. So let's so, let's extrapolate yeah. down to this. That is investing into your band, investing into doing this thing it's also the that perception. led to so much life for you. Right. right. It's the perception of it too, right? Yeah. So it's like you come out, especially at that time, you're this new band, mm-hmm. young kids, and it's like, oh God, these guys recorded at Don Fear. Is it was like Who I are remember, these guys? Yeah, like we got a lot of shade from like older dudes like <laughs> not like the older dudes like that next generation yeah, of kid who was right. kind of like just you know the dudes who did know what judge and youth of today really sounded like that wasn't us dude we came from like pennywise and green day right, and like right, yeah. you know girl, like young, kids, l- young yeah, kid stuff so those dudes looked at us like what the fuck like yeah. you know but it was really i gotta shout them out because they've been written away to time too is follow through like craig mack yeah. and jesse stanhart shout out to you know through. was like the first two dudes to kind of come up to us and we're just kind of like yo come play with us and we kind of got that like yeah. that sort of pass to like come play with, with cool, our crowd yeah. we weren't a cool band we were like if you listen to it now it's so different like i can't really listen to it because it's not okay. yeah, yeah, it yeah like i always I always wished we sounded more like a judge or something, but we didn't know what that was, dude. We were just yeah. like, no, but I mean, that's, that's, that's kind of the weird thing of that time. 
I do think follow through dudes don't get the credit they deserve. No, I, I think Craig and Jesse did a lot of stuff, especially Craig. Like, yo, yeah. straight up, he Dude, did Craig a lot used in to that book world. the new mill for Teen Center, yes. which yeah. was like a staple. Yeah. And like, there's they had a tight thing with some of the dudes who are the generation older than yep. me in New Jersey, like the guys from Morse County. They were and the like, first Bridge Nine band, weren't they? Who? No, they were on no, they were on Smorgasbord. No, you're thinking of proximation. Tenfold, you're thinking about t- tenfold. no tenfold, tenfold was the first tenfold. Thing, yeah, it was tenfold. Yeah. Some of all fears was the was first, the first split. split which wow. and that's again, that was a game changer in Connecticut right. for us. Yeah, and so you guys were then Sumable fears. We were like right after that. Right like after. I would say you're like 98. Yeah, my brother was like in that sort of generation. Yep. Voice Reason starts like around like 96, 95. Yep. Like started kind of introducing right. ourselves, writing these terrible songs, and <laughs> you know, kind of not getting some not so terrible ones to Don Furies. And then again, just, I remember handing that demo. That's actually how my friendship with Jamie started was I, I just went up to him. Um, you know, I think my brother said like, Oh, that's the guy from Hey Brini book shows. Like yeah. literally that's who Jamie, right. it was just yeah. like, you want and a in show. 1996, yeah. So yeah, like, like, you know, like, yeah. you needed a show outside of the tune. And like, th- that was the dude, that's you know, so I like went up to him and was just like, Hey, we recorded and you know, it wasn't even packaged or anything. I was like, Hey, yeah. we just recorded this at Don Furies. Um, and I remember that he called, he called my parents' house, you know, and he was like, uh, hey, man, I got this show on Easter Sunday. So Jamie right. used to book shows on Easter Sunday, which yep. was like insane. No one used yes. to go. Yeah, right, right. But so this was the cell, right? The, the Easter Sunday show was uh, Us, Cold as Life. Can't, can't remember who else. Like a yeah, nobody yeah. kind of show, like yeah. maybe yeah. 10, 10 kids there. Yeah. But he said to me, he was like, yo, if you play this show for me, he's like, I'll give you a better show. Yeah, so exactly. Like, he's sure. the king of the parlay. Yeah. Well, that's right. So can I tell yeah. you the better show that we got? Because yeah, I sure. still, to this day, the lineup is fucking yeah. unreal. All right, so we opened. It was us, despair, hatebreed, strife, warzone, and H two O. Jesus Christ! Good parlay. At the that was at the at Sports Palace. Yeah, okay. oh, right. Shit. Because yeah. you go, oh, these are the dudes. They were willing to play my Easter Sunday show. Right. So it's that if you can't handle me at my blank, yeah. you don't deserve me at my, my, my this. It's like you I, proved you handled the, him at his Easter Sunday show, so yeah. you get me at my H2O Warzone. Right. And this was at the peak. Like, Strife yeah. was at, I mean, dude, it was like, thousand I want to yeah. say there was seriously probably like 600 people, probably 700 Jesus people Christ. there, you know? But it's, I've always come from the mentality of just like, you know what? If you've got nothing better to do, just go do it. Go say yes. Mm-hmm. Like, right. Put what's the, the worst in. thing that's yeah. going to happen? Lose a couple hours? Right. You right. get a good story about it. Yeah. I have the same story. I traded demos with Jamie, that's how I met him too. Yeah, he, he was the king of that. And I, same thing. I just sent him a tape without like a cover because we didn't have the cover or whatever. And he sent me back under the knife. Yep. And like he, he wrote, he writes back. He's like, so um, can you can you send me a cover when you get a minute? Because it's like <laughs> it was just like a cassette and a clear yeah. thing. And I was like, get right to it. And then never did it. That uh, satisfaction happened, and he didn't care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like he didn't no, need he, it. Anymore. That was the one thing he always yeah. loved in decision. Like in you guys, like I he always he wears the shirt yeah, inside of like, satisfaction. It's like the equivalent of having like Harley. He loved that shirt. record. I mean, that was like an office staple. So no I mean, shit. that's no that's like bullshit. Cool. Yeah, that's like cool. he loved you guys. Like, you so know. so I don't need any blue chew or CBD oil. So that's true. So so I don't. You newly single. You should OD. You know what? I feel like did we get to plug the sponsors because I want to do the spell it out. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, let's a... do it. Uh, you know what? Let's do a pre-recording. Okay. We'll do one right. Yes. Okay. So, so I don't, I don't need that. So I don't mean to be filleting uh, Jamie all this podcast. No, but, no, no, no. But, but I'm gonna say that he did one of the cheat codes that we've talked about that is usually kind of a a go nowhere in mm-hmm. a way, which is you're in local act that you want to be more prominent, so you start booking shows, so you have things to trade with with mm-hmm. bands from out of state correct and you have kind of this uh trump card locally you know what i yeah. mean and yeah. but the go to but yep. typically those bands really suck 
and hate breed didn't suck. So no, so he right. cheat he cheat he gamed the system twice. And he had like you know, he became like a power broker. Got to get it how you live, right. man. Right. If you have hate breed in your pocket. Yeah. Oh no. I, I mean, mean, it's a good pocket. Like talking about like the whole parlay thing. He was like, I remember with most precious blood, he would be like, Hey man, can you take this band out? <laughs> right. A band that was on Stillborn. Not a bad band. Yeah. But not one you're going like. N- no offense to anything we put out, just not something that like that. that and maybe we was, you were naturally with right. Yeah. Right, we, we end up being really wouldn't cool. reach for me. Right, right, right. The takeover. Yeah, not okay. to be a sure. Dick, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, and we end up being really great friends with them. They were a fun band. Like we had a great time. They're like, can you take this band with you down to Gainesville, whatever the fuck it was? We're like, sure. He's like, I'll get you back. Getting us back was like it ended up being like us, Hapri, Converge, Shadow of the Fallen, <laughs> and something else. We're like, we'll get out. you back. Yeah, yeah. 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 kind of worked. Yeah. So then he, we, when he did those like stillborn fests, like those weekend things. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he got us on them. So well, it was like a fair trade. Really, good he, trade. he kept his, you know, he kept yeah. his word. You guys want to jump in the mailbag? I think we'll get yeah. a lot of conversation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. All right, mailbag's fun. Don't we have a song for this? Do we, oh, do we have the, the mailbag thing now? Wasn't there, didn't, didn't someone do some kind of weird mailbag thing? <laughs> or did you oh, guys do that? No, Am I, I mixing? I thought, I thought Taylor line? sent us a mailbag. No, he sent us... Um, a he jingle? sent us a... Uh, you'll probably have heard it by now when this airs. He sent us him playing Round Ball Rock. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> he sent crazy. some other stuff. He's, he did send a jingle. Too. So. That's great. I th- I, so, so, shout out We've to got Taylor. Several jingles. Actually. Shout out to Taylor yeah, Young. Good dude. Good friend. He kept texting me when I was very sad and not respond. I don't respond. He's to another when I'm one sad. I got hit up to about you know I mean? this. Jesus so, but, but the, you don't respond to text messages. Weird. <laughs> I don't think you do that when you're healthy either. Though, no, but honest. when I, but when I'm if I'm like feeling not good about life. Your chance of getting a text back is, mm, is a little goose egg. Down. There are two people in this world that I go, I texted this dude and he hasn't responded. And I go, I, the first thing I do is check their Twitter. You and Justin Brandon. Yeah. Because yeah, you guys yeah. are the kings of like, I don't respond to a text, but I just did a five minute diatribe about, you know. Yeah. And then fought with some idiot for an yes, hour and a half. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I, I checked Ezek's Instagram before the, <laughs> uh, the thing to make sure that there, we didn't miss anything. <laughs> uh, okay. Sorry. Mail back. Mail bag. Mm. Not sure this is exactly Axe to Grind's lane, but I'm sure you're not ignorant to it. And there may be examples closer to hardcore that I'm not thinking or aware of. How on earth do people get away with supporting certain known racists or other assholes? Burzum is a huge example. Mm. The more you lean into the darker side of hardcore punk and metal, you will find Burzum shows at sh- shirts at shows. You will see people posting Burzum shit online. This can be wrapped up in a separate the art from the artist. Ding, ding. Fuck that. This is punk. Right. Oh, yeah, oh, the music hey, is oh. cool, but the ethics and things that musicians stand for is far more important in this world than other genres of music. If you come out that you're a racist, an abuser, or a piece of shit of other sorts, you should be exiled. Did I write that? We should never be separating the artist, in my opinion. Ooh. Is that my email? That's a hot opinion know, my man's got. I know Burzum is a punk, but yeah. punk and hardcore kids fuck with them, and it blows my mind. Are there other examples? No. Bad brains, homophobia? Question mark. Sure. Yeah. Mike Lawson. Okay, Mike. Go in. Uh, let me. If I say that, I was actually listening to Burzum on the walk over here. There you go. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm covering my shirt right How now. How much of it is so, LARPing, though? I think oh, it's you know what I'm of, saying. So like, and like, people just like to be. Oh, look, I'm crazy. Yeah. Like they buy the shirt and aren't even don't well, even they, know they, that anything's no. happening yeah, with the not. band or that they're just like, oh, cool yeah. shirt. It's sold. That looks right. like scary. Well, yeah, like oh, cool. So but, like, I have a question oh, for Mr. Mike Lawson, right? <laughs> so, so the idea here is that you uh, th- there's a line. And when something crosses the line, because I presume that Mike's got a, Mike is just like the rest of us that yeah. there's. 
transgressions that don't meet the criteria of, oh, this, we got to cancel this motherfucker, whatever. Let me ask you, Mike, what about a dude like me who, 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 a dude like me who, so Jay is now the third Mike, who, you've been kicked off the podcast. My most sincere belief in all of life is that I wouldn't allow Burzum, Mike Lawson, uh, uh, HR, I wouldn't allow any fucking uh, stranger to me to impact my enjoyment of anything in this life, whether that be a... Uh, Why are you berating our listeners? <laughs> I'm just curious what... I'm curious if he now has to cancel me by virtue of the fact that I would cancel no one. No one. Not what a about me? Uh, yeah, make yeah. it about me, Mike Lawson. Um, I, I'm just curious no, because... So I what, think we're all guilty of that, though. I love the bad brains. There you go. They have a lot of questionable shit that we should not be cool with. There you go. How much, and this is the cliche, but it's worth asking. It was a different time. Descendants too. Look, tons. But here's the deal. I'll be... The descendants used offensive language in the way that bros use offensive language. HR used offensive... Not offensive language, but used language in songs and also a belief set that he felt... That homo- was, homosexuality was wrong, right, 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 and that's it's where different. there's a difference. Because yeah. I agree, there's the because I'm saying I'm making the argument of it was a different time, but it really wasn't that different for the bad brains to just be like, yeah, if you're gay, you're wrong, right? That's there, yeah, right. The underdogs are the breakdowns of the world that drop an F bomb, bad, bad language, and it's sort they're of not like going they're out kind like of regrettable, right? That they would change now, but like HR probably. St- I don't know. I don't know. I mean, don't want to no, comment on it no, now, no, right? But but yeah, that's it was more in, inherent in like his what do belief you think? system. You know, I, it's one of those things. Just yeah. listen to what you like. I think everybody should have their opinions, and you yeah. know, it is what it is. I mean, it's it's like 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 Pat said, right? I love questionable shit. I'm not. I won't say what it is, but I think all of us listen to have. You know, you're in this. Are you music talking about scene. a thing called love? <laughs> there's just a ton of different stuff that falls in our spectrum, right? Like in the hardcore world and different stuff yes. that's adjacent to it that. Yeah could casually fall under your radar that you're like, eh, this isn't so bad. Yeah, so I, I think like a lot that. of times, like, yeah, like if how much of it is LARPing is part of it, right? Like yeah. I, as a listener, you see these kids who are doing this. And then part of it, like, you know, like uh, you guys were saying is it's a time and place thing too. Yeah. Like those words back then, you know, who, words who knew, have different like values. 20 years ago, you know, like who knew that that's what that was going to sure. affect so many people and mean yeah. so many things. No, I mean, again, I, listen, I, I think, uh, I, you know, I respect everybody. I think, as long as you're not hurting people, like it's cool. So just listen to music. Yeah. Do you separate the art from the artist? I do. Yeah, I have to because again, I've worked like you, man, behind no. the scenes. Like, dude, oh my, it, I would God. hate everything. I couldn't listen to anything. Dude, I, you know? I, I think I crossed that line in like 2001, working with bands, just doing shirts and coming to know, like, yep. oh, you're the world's biggest douchebag. Yeah. Like you're the oh, reason you're this awful. isn't happening, or yeah. you're the reason yeah. the fans not getting. But isn't that thing. different? Well, well and, but then, like but then, questionable stuff. Like if, like, but no, but then, fucking paying the balls to work. But no, with. no, not not like paying the balls. Like, no, you're just a bad person. Like, I now know information about you. That's different. That right, stuff, right? Um, and it, it, the saying of if you want to love your favorite bands, don't know your favorite bands. Mm-hmm. That sucks because we're supposed to be in this space where it's don't separate audience and artist. You know. No. But then the question is, do you not separate the audience and the artist? Because then if you can't separate the art from the artist, that artist is an asshole. <laughs> a lot of people are assholes. Yeah. I, yeah. I also just think that there's, there's uh, to look at this in black and white, even if you, like, look, I do, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, t- I take a very, ex- like... Yeah, you are an extremist on this. Uh, on this. But even if I, if I wasn't, and I think maybe people should 
maybe try to be reasonable on this. What is your statute of limitations? Like what, if, if HR says tomorrow, oh yeah, I was in a weird place. Uh, I was new to the idea of Rastafarianism. Yes. Uh, homophobia is prevalent in that belief system. Mm-hmm. I still take a lot from that. However, I don't subscribe to that part of that life anymore. And if he says that now, does that mean that suddenly the bad brain sounds good to your ears? Or were you a motherfucking liar, Mike Lawson? Because <laughs> you said it didn't sound and good I bet, for fucking 20 years. I bet years? Mike likes the bad brains. Sure He's he does. Bad. So shout out, Mike. The question too, like more prevalent and hardcore than Rastafarianism. Mm. <laughs> Most things. <laughs> okay. Krishna. Sure. Some pretty anti-woman, anti-homosexual stuff going sure. on there. However, many people who are involved in that go, yeah, but not that's not my version of it. Because yeah. if we go through 18 of the goddamn organized religions, they all got some stuff shooting down everyone. Sure. So... I, I also think, like, look, this this is a very large conversation taking place in the larger world right now, which is uh, kind of, uh, as Jay said, if you're not hurting somebody, from our view at this table, you have a right to do whatever you want. However, in the year, in the last maybe five to ten, uh, the viewpoint of what hurts has expanded an, an incredible amount. And look, I'm an edge case because I'm. I'm not so old. I'm an edge lord, <laughs> certainly, uh, but I'm not so old that I can't understand that. But I will say that if you were talking to like a 60 year old, uh, trying to get them to understand how words are violence, it's never going to work. It's never going to happen. No. That's not a thing that that's not a thing that people subscribe to in literally any way, shape, or form prior to approximately 10 years ago. But this, the thing, this is like kind of like a, it dovetails with this, and we this is a conversation we had offline. Um, do you think, like, all right, so your words are hurtful, whatever, you know, if you don't believe mm-hmm. in that or you don't. But what if you have a, say, say you write a song that makes somebody go out and do a thing? I know you for 100% yeah. do not think. Yeah, I can't, we make it, about, I can't make anybody do anything. We were talking about a friend who was like, I'm afraid that like at one of, this band shows there's going to be something that's going to fall on me. Right. Yeah. And even if the, you know, if this person didn't say anything, if the band didn't even, I mean, God knows with fucking hate breed. Right. How many people sure. got hurt? Like, yeah. sure. Is Jamie on the hook for is any he of that liable? Shit? Right. And we know legally, no. Like, let the blood spill? Does that mean, like, I, is I remember it? actually having a conversation when uh, Everyone Bleeds Now came out where we talked about how he should move to a country that had no extradition laws. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah be, because when we... I mean, that's a... That's a we listened to that in yeah. the van and we said, this is irresponsible. Like, this is, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's a directive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah that's not like... That's an actual, like, everybody so, bleeds right now. So yeah. let's talk about this first on the legal side before we get to the moral side. Legally, nah, right? No, I wouldn't no. think so. No, no, I don't think so. As a band, you could be in trouble. Okay. On, s- on stage, if something happens on that stage, event. if you say, right? if you say, hit the motherfucker next to you with right. a billy club, and somebody hits the motherfucker next to him with a billy club, you might be on the hook. You might be. You might. But have if, something. if you, your, you know, your record. If says, Bob Collapse hit, put out this record by Mike Lawson, by Mike Lawson, <laughs> Mike Lawson goes. Me and Pat aren't contributing right. to the sound scan on right. that one. <laughs> Bob, you know, Mike Lawson goes punch anybody you see with a black shirt on. You're not on the hook. Nope. No. Mike Lawson might be on the hook. You think? Okay. Same deal. On the record. Oh, on the record. On the record. Live, I see it because you're saying directive. On the record, it's. I mean, you do mosh calls on a record? I mean, other than Jamie? Hopefully. 
I yeah, mean, if you're doing it right. There needs to be more mosh calls on record. If you're doing, if you're I feel doing like it right. that's gone out of style, yeah, right? Like it kind of used to be. With the ignorance uh, yeah. that's going on, like it's, it's a shame that there isn't more. Yeah, it's a I, I saw there's a new Barrier Dead record coming yeah. out. I'm, I'm so, confident so, there's going to be some mosh calls. Let me give you my personal. Burzum, yeah, that shit's whatever. I don't care. But e- there's easy plenty for, of questionable easy for stuff. you and I to put away because it's just not great. Yeah, I just don't like it. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, I separate art from artists. I don't always, but I also separate myself as an individual. Yo, if I'm being very honest, Screwdriver has some good musical songs. Sure. I have not listened to Screwdriver in fucking 18 or 19 years. Minutes. Because. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's the break between podcasts. Because I find it objectionable. Yep. And and that's something I do personally. Do I care that a single living soul listens to it or not? Nope. Don't care. Just don't care. Yeah, and uh, I'm I know like Mike Lawson. I'm I'm teasing you. You don't got You don't got to think. <laughs> this like, is the, Mike's our homie who does the non-core questions. Okay, you, you, Mike, you don't got to think like me at all. I don't give a shit one way or the other. But I, I'm gonna <laughs> end say, of a year fan, not self-defense. <laughs> but I'm gonna oh, Jesus. But uh, then I'm gonna say, but I'm gonna say, uh, there's a band that I have a personal grievance with where I want to snap everybody in the band's neck and leave them mm. in a fucking dumpster. I'm still going to listen to the record. If it's got hits, it's got hits. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's it's a person. It's a shame they don't got tracks. And <laughs> they don't got tracks. <laughs> but that's a person. That, that's a, th- Those are people that I have a personal grievance with of like a, you would say, a very serious variety. Would you and say they have like the body of a band, but not the like actual. No soul. Part. No soul. No right. Soul. But, 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 but here's what I would say is. I'm still gonna listen, and if it fucking if it if slaps, it smokes, you yeah. laps. <laughs> oh fuck that! He, if it he's slaps, sli- it slaps. he does, yeah. It, don't get me wrong; I don't rush to it. I don't rush to it the way that I might rush to something that I feel I good mean, about. I don't listen to bands I get kicked out of. Oh no! I'll li- oh. Never mind, some dude like. Hey, I'll say I the band after you weren't in that band, I did not surprise. No. You heard that shit, right? <laughs> so I have a good Patreon story for another episode. Getty Lee, Getty right. <laughs> Lee, yeah. Your dad's getting out of prison. Getty Lee is with my dad no. in prison. Getty Lee's at the prison. <laughs> okay, yeah. Your dad's walking through the parking lot. Yeah. He clips him, hits him, runs. <laughs> now, not in per- not on purpose. Yeah, you're, you're like what? The-? He's like, he's get Canadian. out of the road mm. and keeps driving. He's can you still listen? Can you still listen to moving pictures? <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> if anything, maybe like him a little yeah, more because the guy yelled at that. Absolutely. He I, didn't. He didn't malicious. But but when you called him on it, he's like, oh, look I, for, the rec- for the record. For the record, if somebody is a fucking terrible abuser of women or yeah, or or, yeah. or or, or uh, you know, let's make a, sure it's clear. I'll we be, don't support I'll be that honest. Shit. That's a little different to me because racism is a thing. <laughs> racism is a thing that you can conceivably get over and be on the other side of you know what i mean whereas many people believe do, yeah if you're an assaulter uh, then you're ma- many oh, people so believe that if you did if you did violence towards certain certain populations that that is you forever now i don't say that but i do well even if it's not you forever you did it right did sure it, right? but it's not a philosophy it's an actual act but whereas act. whereas like there's just beliefs that like I, I i some of our listeners maybe maybe they're young or whatever people just trust me like all the strategy bands that you listen to that are classic they don't subscribe to those values anymore. There is going to be some of the sketch balls that you listen to who don't subscribe to those values anymore. That's just the way that it is. So like, I, you know, like one direction or another. Right. And if you, and if you're one of the people that say like, Hey, if you, if you physically did X that I can't back you forever, even if you go through all the shit, whatever, then okay. That's one view. Mm -hmm. But with we're talking about like unattractive viewpoints and right. ugly if you had like beliefs. an ill-informed view and you're like, well, I looked into it more and I was totally wrong. Yeah. Like <laughs> certainly 
Probably everyone has has. Nineteen ninety eight. I've definitely used that f word. We don't use anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, uh, fuck. Well, I mean, dude, how many <laughs> shows did we go to? People used to say that on stage. In the mosh call. In the mosh yeah. call. It's terrible. I mean, it was yeah. Like, yeah. It was. It was a word that was seen. Like, yo, they have an episode of South Park where they're talking about it and addressing yeah. it. Like, what do you mean? And like, as a kid, you didn't realize. Like. No, you know it literally means, but when you're using it, you're basically using it as a derogatory thing, but you're not connecting. Yes, by using it as a derogatory thing, you're defaming that thing and saying that thing is just wholly bad. And it's like, right. oh shit, you're right. Let me think about like that. People Maybe get I don't over want that. to yeah. do that. Right. Maybe I think that isn't cool. So um, well, everyone has care. had one part of their life that they've had to make steps and take you know and have growth in absolutely but and but no one ever, it's not always done in public and so it's you like, don't know right and it cycles back to the thing that i will say to people is do you believe in love the idea of to love <laughs> do you be, do you believe in rehabilitation do you believe in change and growth and i think that if some of you really examine the way you act on a normal level you'll have to question your actions and if they're in line with your belief set Sure. I also think that you just said something uh, smart because when you said when you said times were different, uh, I think it's easy for somebody to. That sounds right. so cliched. People yeah. push that away. Yeah. But if you just say, if you put that into perspective, which is, hey, during the course of your life, yes. did you realize that you that the thing that you did at fucking sixteen wasn't the thing that you wanted to be doing at thirty? Guess what? That's times are changing. Like yeah. th th that's. Uh, so sometimes you got to personalize it for people because if you just say the cliche that it was a different time, kids just zone out and go, you racist old motherfucker. But, but, but if you just say, hey, have you ever gone through a personal transformation where you thought one thing and then you think another thing? Mm -hmm. It's the same shit, my man. It's just that, right. it's just that many the millions of people changing, did it. It's the people changing is the right. real kind of I mean, of how, much, how much thought went into that this would be dissected this long oh, after, too? Oh, you know God. what I mean? Being so, exposed. Yeah. I mean, these were like... To us, it seems huge, but these were very small pockets of things like across the world that over time has been rewritten into thinking that it yeah. was like this major this movement, major, which it was. I'm not saying it wasn't big, but you know what I mean? No, it's a, it's it was very small, small pockets thing. that, that are immortalized as much larger right. than they were. Did yep. we did we talk about on air the thing that we listened to that live set from many years ago where somebody who is iconic and yeah. a good person says something Really not nice. Yeah. Really not we nice. We did not talk about it. Okay, so I'm not going to direct... An icon of the genre. Yeah, an icon. I'm not going to direct you there because... You can in find the, it yourself. In the off chance that one of you is very confused about how life works, you make it your weekend to try to harass somebody online or something. Yeah. Uh, Don't do that ever. No. Right. But it is... 40 years is a long right. time. Yeah. So this is a person who, at 18, was caught on a microphone saying something that... Not great about a woman. In 2019, you'd be obligated to pull the guy off the stage. You know what I mean? Yep, like, you'd yeah. be obligated. Uh, nobody pulled him off the stage. Uh, people clapped. Uh, and it was an ugly moment. And uh, that person, I fucking assure you, shares none of the beliefs that motivated mm -hmm. him to say that. Which, by the way, weren't beliefs was the absence of beliefs. It was being a fucking dumb fucking kid. Being a dumb kid saying something callous and throwaway on a stage thinking whatever. Reaction, yeah. Yeah. Right. That sounds monstrous. Never yes. realizing that YouTube would become a yeah. thing. Right. Yeah. So if you, if you don't understand that 40 years passed, 
Like, God. I would when love 20 to, summers pass is a long time. I would, 45. I would <laughs> love to see the person that felt motivated to, to cancel somebody over that 40, but then I wouldn't because I'd be and very be mad, mad that that person would exist. Let's move to another question. Please. We got way heavy. That was a very angry. Yeah. Thank you, we Mike really Lawson. <laughs> He's going to hit us with good questions. Okay. All right. Hey, guys. Thank you for listening. We're two kids from Montreal t- trying to put on a fest. A single day for the first edition. Okay. Cool. That's all you need. Yeah. And we're struggling a bit to move forward. We're pretty plugged into the Montreal and surrounding hardcore scenes, so we have no problem getting local and regional bands, but we're struggling to get U.S. bands. We've written a few emails with barely an answer from anyone. Does the fact that we're not connected to this community, that everyone knows each other, affect us? Yes. Do you think the geographical situation is a big issue as well? Yes. And since we're two kids who are doing this out of our own pocket, bless up, we don't have a ton of money, but we do have a budget. For example, if we're planning around... Uh, blank for the headliner for example an all-out war jesus piece or any band of that caliber is that insulting or is it a fair offer we've only booked a little bit locally but our experience doesn't go beyond that we did our homework a bit we do have a good venue that a lot of touring bands played before and the biggest booker here fully supports our project I guess we're ask, what we're asking is how do you set up a fest and how do you go and approach fans? <laughs> Thanks, Zach and Chris. Thanks, I think Zach that's another podcast series in itself. Yeah, that's a Bob um, question. Can I just say something really quick about that? Is that the whole headliner thing on your first fest, especially mm-hmm. if it's something so localized, maybe you don't even need it and take mm-hmm. the money that you had for that to advertise to make sure that there's just awareness about the fest. Yeah. Build up a little bit of a name and reputation so that bands in America are like, oh shit, look at that place that has 500 kids that I never played to. Let's go do a weekend and go do that. 100%. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I, I would actually, building off of that, I'd skip the headliner, go with somebody mid-grade that has some yes. energy around yeah, them. exactly. And... I would, I would actually just put a hundred dollars towards, hey, my local videographer that I know, I want you to record this so that everybody sees that three hundred kids were stage diving yep. at the exact same moment, and that they for keep, this mid grade band, right? And it's going to help them. It's, it's only going to help, help their promotion company too, because then yep. as a an outsider for me, seeing that you've presented yourself that way, I'm more likely to say call oh, Tom be yeah. like hey dude I saw this crazy thing like indecision should yeah. hit this up like oh you know hey uh, Pat go check this out hey yeah. Bob you know you yeah. it's the word of yeah. mouth stuff that helps um, yeah exactly all these things I would say uh, don't headliner quote unquote uh, oh man because what is a headliner anyways in 2019? Uh, yeah. Someone you pay a lot of money that yeah. will not get you. Yeah, like, look, um, look. Uh, w- w- so we are uh, supportive of, we're supportive of the fests that go on pretty much everywhere because we know how much work goes into it. Uh, but th- there's stuff that we don't say on the air where w- we question some of the decisions that go on because we know the finances and we ha- we're fairly plugged in and we can make educated guesses on what's going to pop and what's not. And there are people gambling with a lot, you know, relatively a lot of money. You don't need to do that as a new, as an, as a right. new entity. You don't need to do that. You shouldn't do that. What, what bands did he say? Uh, he used Jesus. examples all of all at war and Jesus peace. Thank you for headliner. Oh, well, Jesus peace would be good. That's, that's like a mid card band that like, p- that people enjoy. Yeah. I mean, and look at it that, um, if you're not hearing back from people, and we're not saying, I think they use all at war and Jesus peace just as an example. I don't think that they said they reached out and couldn't reach them. If you're reaching out to people and you're not hearing back, um, don't stress it. See if you know anyone who can be an intermediary who does know them. That always helps because 
you never know how an artist or anybody operates. You might be emailing, but they only respond to DMs. They never check that band email. Right. They set it up and they have yeah. a touch and right. oh, yeah. Everyone yeah. sets up a Gmail and never fucking and uses yeah, it. Yeah, because you needed to yeah. log into sites and then you're like, oh, correct. yeah. <laughs> correct, correct. So, so that's one. Look into intermediaries for the bands you're trying to talk to. It's going to go much further. Two, exactly what they're saying. Headliner should almost be a word that's blown up at this point. Uh, I think that, uh, how do I say this nicely? Nobody's worth it. Yeah, there we go. Um, I don't know. No, no. Especially starting off. Let's, let's go to your situation and not cite on the bigger world. You're starting off. You're doing a single day festival. Sounds like you've got good touch with the local hardcore scene. Uh, keep in mind that locality or look and see if there's any bands who are touring that lines up with the dates of your project and you want to try to pull that in. You can do that. Um, can I, I always, question? yeah, go ahead. As like a mm-hmm. guy that book, do you feel, and you too, a couple mm-hmm. bigger shows? Yeah. Are yeah. oh, the headliner, well, I mean, the biggest hardcore show ever, but that's yeah. a whole nother story. <laughs> um, do you feel like you ever get more out of a headliner than breaking even? Yeah. Do you? Okay. But it's been a long time. I think that the problem with a headliner is it well, like a name it's, on it's a poster? A long, huh? Is it more of a name on a poster? It's a problem. No, I mean, for some, there's, I mean, if you want me to be really honest, I think there's certain bands who are at that level who it's almost you're underpaying them for the value they bring. A band like Turnstile, Jesus, like they could probably get three times what they pay yeah. on certain things because they If they do weren't so a hardcore well. band, they would. Yes. Yeah. And if they didn't operate their band the way they do. There's a lot of bands who, who do bring a lot of value, but this concept of headliner, da da da. You know, we talk about that because it's like the only language we can know yeah. to have the band who plays last, right? Yeah. And that's not, and I'm not trying to be like, oh, it's too probable. No, no, no. But when you certainly start to go and look at a lineup and go, oh, it needs something, it needs something, it's, mm, that, that agita, that agitation, yeah. that's self-inflicted. Yeah. And you put together a really strong show and it's going to go well. Uh, the, I cited, I've cited this a bunch of times and I cite it again because I just think it was a show that was cool and like it was the first show Mind Force ever headlined that show I did in December it's the mm. first headlining show outside of Hudson Valley yep. it was Mind Force and Fiddlehead those are two bands who right now could anchor a show anywhere yeah. in the Northeast no question easily. easily but at that show it was like I'm not sure but what I did know is Mind Force is great they just put out a new record yeah. There's going to be people who travel. I did it on a Saturday. Do your show on a Saturday. Yeah. Yes. Period. Please. Single day fast Saturday. Uh, Fiddlehead just put out a full length. Is fucking great. There's going to be people, and they're different from the people who are coming to see Mind Force. Yep. Yep. And then I built the rest of the lineup to kind of reflect a little bit of diversity, but that if I was 17 or 18, I would be interested in most of the bands playing the show. I'd even suggest to him maybe even look at like bands that are adjacent to his scene to maybe bring in something, right? So Absolutely. maybe like, you know, from our generation, how many fests or shows we went to that it was like a pop, which would be yeah, considered yeah. pop punk now yeah, sure, with like sure. indecision, uh-huh. you know, like, yeah, of course. like well, Reach yeah. the Sky, Buried Alive, All Out War was like a, th- a thing for all, all in my time. generation yeah. all the time. You could not get three right. more bands that sounded different. different. Sure. So I think try to, you know, even Diversify just, it yeah. a little bit. So that's a, that's a big thing is make it something that, there's, you don't have to go potpourri. It doesn't have to be a total mix of everything, but make it something that you you know who's gonna come and and I don't know how you guys didn't say how old you were. You said you're younger. Bless up. You're the people who should be booking shows. I wish I wasn't booking shows. I should shoot myself <laughs> in the head. Um, no, uh, you should be booking shows for people who are 18. 
Period. End of story. We'll come up. We'll headline you fast. Perfect. <laughs> Done. Enjoy. Um, hey, great question, guys. We'll if you I mean, have any other Ryan. questions, email us. Oh, Axe Ryan. Yeah, we'll do that. Um, yeah, I mean, the decision the headline anything, but we can come up there <laughs> and just do like we're real cheap. Yeah. Set up is super easy. We'll do Diablo's then, but Isaac won't come. He'll be on acid again. That's true. No, we can Skype him in. No, if we FaceTime him with just him being on acid, I have to that's say, worth it. I've never met Isaac. I was excited too because he's, I've only ever heard that he's you super will. pleasant. You will. We are doing that's something. That's very cool. I'm excited. All right, let's super see Super pleasant dude. Yeah, he seems best. like a really nice guy. He really is. Him. Hey, fellas. Hey. Hey. Getting caught up on the latest episodes of the show, and this is old, and loving the one with Jay from Mindforce. Woo. Wow. Old email. I find the style of hardcore I'm gravitating to, gravitating to the most as of this year is the metallic slash new metal crossover stuff. Okay. Twitching Tongue's new album cemented them as one of my favorite current bands and got me into bands like Only Living Witness, Cast Iron Hike, VOD, etc. Also, love the recommendation of Section 8 from a few episodes oh, ago. Oh, shit. Was wondering if you would have a moment to send some similar style bands slash deep cuts from the New York area with the <laughs> aggressive and clean vocal trade-off. Would also be curious about a potential deep dive on the show about the new metal hardcore crossover. Thanks, Logan. Thanks, Logan. P.S. Patrick once called Slither by Earth Crisis scum metal, which I love <laughs> and often use for bands of this ilk. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Trademark on that. Um, Thanks, Logan. Earth Crisis, scum metal. Yeah, Earth Crisis is scum metal. Uh, Singy, so, screamy. I love some of all fears. So Do much. you really? Yeah. No. Behind the wire on that record is hard. And yeah, shit. it's kind of hard. It's awesome. kind of hard. Okay, so what's the other band that he does? Freya. That's yes. the same deal, though, right? Isn't no, it more like singing, screaming? Freya is odd because it started like that and then must have gone through a member change because it just became <laughs> Earth Crisis at its most scum metal by the end. Because like, didn't they have like a guitar player that had kind of like a nice voice and he would sing like the... Yeah, that changed. Oh. And, and then it just became like... Scum, yeah. Yeah. Scummier. Yeah. yeah. It was pretty... It was something else. Yo, so what about Devoid of Faith, Andrew? Let's... <laughs> a, 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 a quick aside... Um, if Earth Crisis had uh, gone in the direction of the song uh, Smash Would Be Smashed off that live record, I think we th that there never would have been a drop-off. I think that that is like, uh, I re-listened to it on my train ride the other day, and I was like, they could have done an album of exactly this sound. And, and it would never have been enough. Oh, no drop-off. Um, anyway, uh, there's a girl that wears uh, that I follow on Instagram who has a corn shirt collection. <laughs> she, seems, she seems to love a band... Or her boyfriend plays in a band called, I want to say Purity. Did we listen to this on the podcast? It's straight up. New metalcore. New metalcore. Straight up. Is so, it from Connecticut or some? Purity? No. No, because there's, oh. a, there's an ex-Purity X that's an old band, I want to say. And then I'm looking for this. for this. There's a lot of new metal happening in Connecticut right now. No A lot doubt. of new bands like are coming out with the... That no. sounds like Gargantua Soul. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. What are we, are we going to suggest? Like Stuck Mojo? What are we going to do here? Um, I mean, I'm I was I'm been trying to be kind and just let you give some answers here. This person likes Section Eight. Please I was going to say, if you're getting more. to Section Eight, that's like deep cut. As it what's gets. that other? What's some of the other? Troy. So what's other stuff from the, the, the band? Is a Las Vegas band called Purity? Uh, we I think we did listen to this. The singer's name is Worm. It, it, it is 100%. This is hardcore new metal. And like for the people in this room, we're going to try to be objective, but you know we don't really like this very much. But it is kind of interesting, honestly. Like as Well, okay. Let's, let's, let's pull the new metal reference out. He said, only living witness. 
VOD, Section 8, twitching tongue. This is all kind of retro. So this like, is looking back and so like, ascribing yeah, things yeah, as like, new Like metal. Stigmata, you should be listening to if you like twitching tongues. That's Life not, of Agony. Life of Agony. Um, There's that new newer band, Death Ray Vision, that has like oh, the yeah. Kill Switch guys. That kind of has like some. It's no. a little more hardcore. And it's playing tonight. Screaming, or, yeah, let's yeah, talk about that. a band that is not. But I, I'm curious if there's more crossover. Some of the people I know who like Only Living Witness, who lean more towards the stuff I like, also really ride with Into Another. Interesting. And the last, yeah, the that. last, if you go into Into Another's last couple records, um, uh, Ignore Us and. Seamless. Se- seamless is a there, straight up. There's yes. some twizziness yeah. that's yeah. pre-twizzy. It's not new metal, but it's definitely it's singier. It's got clean vocals. You can call and it if you go, rock. Yeah, and if you go earlier uh, into another, Richie's still growling, mm-hmm. but it's got some weird stuff going on. Um, jeez, that's uh, uh, go find a tree CD. I don't know. Type one tree. I, you like honestly, Cast Iron we, Hike. We've yeah. talked about. We talked Sandbox about Sandbox Church. Um, there, look, there is. Uh, yo, I want the tree sound scans for the last couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't even know if it's online. Uh, is it, we should we, check we'll to see check. if that's we'll on check. Spotify. Thank you, Jack. Um, but yeah, honestly. <laughs> Downsizing the American Dream. Give that one a shot. There's no reason why not. If you're into these fucking sounds, the Wonder Drug sound, the fucking uh, yeah. uh, you know, there, there was labels that did this before this was yeah. really a thing. Because yes, I so because new metal, like I can't explain this. New metal wasn't adjacent to hardcore in unless any you were v- any way, shape, or form. Right. You used to get made fun of. Yeah. Like it was like I remember being a Deftones fan. Like very, yeah. one of one of my favorite. No, and Deftones are the most acceptable okay. form of yeah. that even then. But and, and, go ahead. no people no. Okay, yeah. so voice. I did not go to Quicksand Deftones because Deftones That's were how, playing. I was like, no, I'm not. Voice of Reason had a, a white pony ripoff shirt yeah. that we did, mm-hmm. and kids were like, "That's so whack," and blah blah. And those same people I literally see at like Deftones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would have been making fun of you if I. I'm making fun of myself, but we sold a lot of those. I love Deftones. A lot of people do. You fuck with them at all? Not even remotely. But like in 1998, did you fuck with Corn? No, because I was a hardcore kid. Right. Did you? So my brother one of like took me to see it was Corn Monster Magnet Ooh, and uh, Bloodhound Magnet. Gang. But wow. I'll say this: that's a monster. We show. don't need I'll that's this, some radio though. show. Yeah. <laughs> Corn was actually not. They were played on eighty-eight point seven WNHU, yeah. which was like the, the. They were literally yeah. played in between what we would consider then hardcore. hardcore. Yep. Like it was. It wasn't new. It was just heavy. I mean, they did a full. Well, they were, yeah. yeah, that was their first tour. I remember a point when new metal was first starting, when Corn was first coming out, where no one knew where to classify it yet. And I do remember pre-crossover, yes. and then it after they became, yes. yeah, like whatever, and then yeah, now it's back apparently. Oh, it's it's back. I feel really young right now. <laughs> so, but like, no, it wasn't like you were going and saying like, yeah, love love Snapcase. Uh, you know, I really like uh, uh, Texas the Reason. I really fuck with Strife and uh, that Limp Biscuit record is sick. Yeah. And no, that wasn't the way it was. No. Although, although now that I reflect on it, I saw Deftones. I'm sure I've talked about this show on this podcast uh, at Saratoga Winners with um, uh, Orange Nine Millimeter and Downset, mm-hmm. and there were acts from hardcore that were trying to shift that way. Absolutely, yep. Uh, Deftones were the band who strode the line. Right. You know what I mean? They're uh, the band who strode that line. And like, with reason, they had the chops and they were familiar with the world. Brains vibe. Yes. And, right. and, and Far never quite crossed over that much, but Far was oh, in the yeah. lane. I and then, 
I like I like the one record. I've the never Water and Solutions is a yeah, great it's good. Record. It's good. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> All right. We we got we got to do that post that post hardcore. We are going to do a post hardcore. No. Um, it's on the handsome. list. But oh, I love that record. That's a great record. Yeah, well, says, handsome is actually a great example because is that is that more helmet or is that more Deftones? Like, which, 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 what is that? Is that trying to be uh, 120 minutes or is that trying to be stadium filler? Or I what? think it's trying to be 120 minutes yeah. and hoping for the stadium. Yeah, okay. yeah. 100%. so I, I don't know. I I, uh, I actually wish that I could answer this question better because it's something that actually we can both pretty much be very objective about yeah, it because I yeah. don't have any love here. No, and I mean, if someone says, I just heard VOD, I love it, what are some other things I should check out? I would have said Overcast. Probably. Overcast, right. Overcast, 100%. Yeah. I would I would have pushed, I'd push a kid, I don't know if kids are into Poison the Well. I'd push a kid I, I'd to Poison, Poison the Well. Poison the Well is a really good example. Okay. Or early Poison the Well, yeah, so I think okay. some of the later stuff might lose a, a listener, yeah. but like opposite of December and sure. uh, Tear from the Red for sure. Yeah, if you, if you yeah. love VOD, uh, then... Like what if you like the harder side of VOD? Listen to Candiria. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Candiria. you could do Candiria. That might. Th- you could do E Town. Yeah, but there's that's going more urban. Stream, yep. Yeah. That's true. W- with Candiria and E Town, there's other elements that people might find uh, objectionable. I mean, Fury Five yeah. is more more beat downy, but yeah. if you like some of that, like if you want to go heavier, there stick man things like a ghost. And, and that's yeah. what you look for. And and honestly, would you would you say what was the place you would send them? Because some of that. Uh, God damn! I always forget this band's name. We mentioned Die them cast? earlier. You said you said Overcast. You said Overcast. Give me those kids' bands now. What's Death the, Ray Vision? Shadows uh, Fall. Kill Switch and Kill Switch. Okay, so Kill the early Kill Switch stuff, mm-hmm. which it sounds they like they were on Ferret. Yeah, remember that? Yeah. yeah. And it sounds like I'm gonna I'm reminiscing fondly when in fact I didn't really I have like no it. Passion but, for <laughs> yeah, I have no passion for it. But honestly, that might be a sweet spot for a lot of kids that yeah. that really. Like hardcore and metal, et cetera, but also were raised on kind of a post new metal reality, yeah. because that's got. Firstly, it's got metal chops, undeniably, and it's it, it's well written. I'm saying this in quotations because I don't really like this very yeah, but much. But it's well done. But like, speaking objectively, yeah. But it's also got uh, like an unrepentant vocal lean into this like thing that I don't understand, and I think that they thought that they were doing classic metal, but to me. It doesn't sound like classic metal. You so know? I very much, I mean, I early on heard like those Killswitch mm-hmm. demos for when they signed to, to Roadrunner. Yeah. And they were very much going for like a Metallica. Like those guys viewed themselves as they that. that. Right. Yeah. That's not how it arrived to no. me. <laughs> well, I think, listen, I think it's just like anything else, right? You, you picture something when you get into going to do your record or whatever. And by the time everybody puts their hands on it whether you know, yeah, they yeah, want it yeah. to or not a mixer yeah. here and this, you get this guy, you the fi- next thing it sounds a little bit you find out your bassist you know? was a secret <laughs> tool super fan yeah, and exactly. you're like oh no yeah, you're like, <laughs> what happened um, yeah I, you know what we can revisit this when when inevitably I people think we hit did us give you a little little box of things to look right. if you hear this and you like any of the leans or any specific directions Hit us back. We actually do really like these questions of yeah. like, what was oh, that I heard band this? on Rev False Silent. False like Silent. Another one who, like, and if you like False fall. Silent, then you then depending on what what part of it you like, you could go to Drowning uh, Man. Was Drowning another Man. One. You could go to Gehenna. Yep. You could go yeah. uh, to Curl Up and Die. You, yep. There's a lot of different Yo, directions that, from that. The, I don't know. It's not the Rev one. It's the record they put out right before that. Mm-hmm. The False Silent record. Yes, is mad new metal. Yeah. Well, and then it's Will Haven. Will Haven. Whatever. Oh. It's like 1997. Mm-hmm. I forget what label it was on. 
But I mean, it's straight up like new metal. Like the bass sounds like corn, and he raps. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, but Way it's it's, it's, and really, it's fast though. I I, I I actually love some of that stuff. That's on the rule. Wait, what's that band? The, the Red Cord. Um, uh, oh, sure, you could go in that direction. Yeah, like that, that's more techy. Tech but yeah, you could go in that direction. There's some other band from California. Anyways, there's plenty of it. The Rulers is a good song. Uh, you're, you're finding that the Eighteen Visions. Thing, yeah. If that's what's yeah. up. Eighteen Visions does do the singing, screaming. Oh shit! Listen, our listeners. I back that. That's that. VOD. If you like VOD, yes. That's... Our listeners who who like this sound, hit us and l- listen to the later era Eighteen Vision stuff. Not the not... Eighteen Vision self-titled. Yeah. Listen to it and let us know if that hits for you or not. Because to me, that's like. I think I got to be honest. I, I think I saw that I'm doing some European show where I'm going to have to be in the same room with some of these guys. So I can't say what this is to me. But but give this a give that a listen and let me let us know yeah, if yeah, that hits that sweet spot. That. Sure. All right. Next question. Thank you. This is a weird one. Not weird, but I don't know if we'll have an answer. What happened to Focus Minds? Hey, y'all. Hope y'all had a great holidays. We did. It was a while ago. <laughs> Just curious if any of you had any of you know what happened to that band Focused X Minds. Focused Minds. They were super hot for a couple years, then just dropped off the map. Any inside info? I still listen to them a bunch for the nostalgia, even though I haven't been edge in a long time or never was. Okay. Uh, I mean, obviously, they lost focus, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> At this point, I always wonder what happened to the band. Thanks and best, Jacob. Thanks, Jacob. I've never Jacob. even heard of them. Midwest, Milwaukee? yeah. Wisconsin or something? Midwest. Did that part of the country hardcore stuff suffer because Expire had their bullshit go down? Oh, I don't know. Makes sense. I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, I, I don't know if the I don't know how the I'm Google how radioactive me. things were or whatever. I, I it was I tough. Really yeah. I mean, just from people that we know from the Midwest who've spoken on it, they said it was pretty rough because that band was like a flagship band. Not the Focus Minds was, but I think it was roughly similar group of people. You know, please correct me if I'm speaking uh, okay. out of hand. Yeah, that'll, that'll I mean, they were Milwaukee straight edge. Where's the fire from? Milwaukee. Yeah. Uh, that, you know, so when a big like a scene from your like a band from your scene takes a big hit like that, yeah. you know, it obviously like it's hard to follow up that, especially if you're not a band of the same size. As I mean, that, let's so. be realistic. Like how we talk about Foundation being like the center of the world for like anywhere below Richmond. Yeah. <laughs> if if you now were, imagine some shit popped off with Foundation, that would be a fucking huge hit to that entire yeah. oh, at area the t- at the time would have sunk it. Yeah. So imagine Expire yeah, being. That's true. Yeah. I mean, Expire was as big as anything in that corridor, and then shit goes sideways. I want. I've, I've never listened to them. To Expire. I couldn't yeah. tell you a note. It's, it's it, no, but it's kind of. I don't think they got tracks, but it's kind of post terror young guy music. You, you know what I mean? Like yeah, it's, 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 it's post backtrack. Yeah, yeah, post backtrack. Post backtrack into the terror stuff. Though. Yeah, it goes heavier and like, you, know. you know more modern. I, I no none of the like New York like there's no skank parts on it. Weird. Expire okay. record, no, it, it it just whenever it has the inclination of that, it just takes a a hard sounding terror part and does yes. that instead. Um, I, this is shit that doesn't isn't germane at all. I'd love to get the audit on how many beanies were sold. That was like an absurd amount of beanies. A lot, a lot. I can tell you that from fact. Oh, I, okay. a lot. Right. Really? Yes. That's the audit. All right. The <laughs> audit is the audit is that band sold so much merch that uh, it would make your eyes bleed. Jeez. And a story. And Bob did them all by hand. Oh my god, <laughs> a lot of sewing. These hands, these hands. Have you ever? What they guys seen. know the never-ending story, the Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. These <laughs> hands. Yeah. It's a moment. Uh, did we answer a question about Vane touring with Killswitch Engage? That we happened. Might we might have. Like, didn't it happen? It announced. Time? It got announced a while ago, but it's in the spring. Uh, we it's might a smart have pairing on their part makes total oh, yeah. sense from Killswitch's end. No reason. I, also, from Vane's end, why not? Yeah. All right, so let me read it to you. 
Vane was just announced as the opener for the Killswitch Engage, Parkway Drive, and After the Burial Tour this spring. This reminded me of when Killswitch Engage, Anthrax, Josta, and Code Orange toured together in the spring of 2017. This, along with the other huge tours and festivals Vane will be playing, has me wondering about a few things. One, does Vane currently occupy the same space Code Orange occupied right after Forever dropped? Yes. Two, is it more significant, impressive, that Vane is getting more mainstream metal-slash-metalcore offers on the cycle for their first LP, which came out on Closed Casket, versus Code Orange breaking into metal mainstream on their third LP, which came out on Roadrunner? I think we did answer this. I don't I know that we I did. I don't remember no? this. I don't think okay. we did. Not with right. this. We talked about it, but we didn't get to this okay. question. Uh, that one... Um, I think it's pretty impressive. Pin, did they do it on Forever, or did they do it on I Am King? They did on I Am... Mm. Dude, that's right. Bits that's and pieces right. here pieces. for I Am they King, might, but yeah. like, after more, that, like, Forever more. was big all the time. But like, yeah. I Am King, you'd be like, oh shit, they're playing like a Some stadium somewhere in Germany didn't with System a of a Down. Did they do a Slipknot tour on that record, or was that? I thought it that might have been Forever. Or was it forever? I think that was Forever. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- this is kind of a, th- this is a tricky question because I don't want to take a thing away from Vane, who has their own sound, does something cool, whatever. Or what uh, Close Casket did for them. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. don't, don't want to take a thing away from that. But, it's worth saying, and, and Jay, maybe you can speak to this as it's, uh, your field oh, now. Maybe question three the, here. The when a door opens, three. Did Code Orange open the door for heavy hardcore <laughs> bands to open big doors? <laughs> no. Hope you guys are having a great holiday. I can't wait for year two of Axe Grind. Thanks, Zach. Um, look, we're in year two, aren't we? Yeah, but <laughs> this was from December. Jesus <laughs> Christ. When. Uh, uh, people in music are uh, betting on futures, and uh, if if something that is perceived to be in your lane just did well or well enough, there's going to be people that put money on you as the the follow up that can sneak in the door or maybe usurp the thing that just did well. Sure. And uh, so anything that works for Code Orange right now, somebody who lumps Vane in the same space is going to say, anything Code Orange can do, Vane, can, Vane stands a shot. Or if they like Vane better, they can say, anything Code Orange can do, Vane, Vane, can, do better. Vane can do yeah, better. Sure. And so, th- so there is a benefit to, like, I can be that guy that sits around going like, and I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about Vane here because, well, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm talking about bands in general. Where something that might be too similar in vibe or whatever yeah. i could say i don't need two versions of this you know what i mean like why right, right. right like the follow-up is never as important to me but sometimes that's wrong right sometimes the follow-up is the one that dials it in right. or is doing their own thing whatever point is that uh th- there is a window and like for example something that sounds like turnstile right now or has that energy at least doesn't sound like but has that yeah. energy has that vibe can occupy that same sort of space is going to fucking benefit totally and, yeah and uh, Just for being in their, their like kind of in their draft, right? Yeah. And and flip side is if if somebody at Roadrunner or wherever determines this Code Orange experiment has gone on long enough, we didn't like the results. They close and and there's some closing of the door. It also hurts the bands. So who you're lumped, in, who you willfully throw in with, and who you're lumped in with are both meaningful to a degree. Sure. You know, what I mean, they, they, it can help you and it can bite you. So I don't think that Code Orange changed the world for bands but i do think that they created a moment they made, they made a fucking start they, they they created they created a moment that 
it will benefit bands like Vane. You know what I mean? And probably one or two others. Sure. Knock loose. Yeah, sure. knock loose potentially. Although that, th- that they I think see- they're I think their trajectory of those two split. Yeah, that's a really point. interesting yeah. one because that's like a parallel evolution in a lot of ways. That's like that's a that's, that's like, gonna be fun to watch that one. Yeah, yeah. it is. That's what it sounded like. Somebody outside. Sound like Come in. Knocking. I think too. Just yeah, looking at that, exactly I'm so excited. excited. No yeah. way. Got excited that that, yeah. that was the man. I had sound, I, I, that, that that doesn't sound like an Isaac. Nah, 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 it was it's very like very tepid. Uh, very so, very yeah. gentle. <laughs> yeah. Looking at like looking at that kill switch tour just as an example too. Right when you think about it, it's kind of super smart because like I'm 40 years old, right? So kill switch is like in my world. Yeah, like, uh-huh. could have a kid sure. who likes Vane. You know, it's yeah. it's a really great that's way true. in a lot of ways, like father son type thing, and and that's what's kind of cool. Like a lot of our generation of people like Hatebreed and those bands are bringing out the kids. So it's kind of yeah, like a cool way. Wild. Like yeah. if you're, you know, a hip dad who's drinking Monster Energy drink, I mean, there's your night with Kyle on the dirt bike. <laughs> no, you, know? right. <laughs> you and Kyle ride the dirt Boom, bike. Boom, kickflip, so son. You know? All right, next question. Joe from Quiznell, British Columbia. Do you guys know where Quiznell is? British Columbia. Quiznos? I wish I did. We love you, Quiznos. We love you, Quiznos. What do you think the rent is in Quiznell? Nothing. Ooh. I asked him if we could record a podcast there. He said, definitely, we don't but have I Wi-Fi. think you're just fucking with me. And I was like, oh, I'm not fucking with No, me. I'd love to go. I Straight up. It's probably about, I think it's four to six hours north of Vancouver. So, oh, my God. So I'm not. So, people so, live there? That's fine. Joe does. So that's uh, th- th- that's in Canada, so it doesn't apply. But British I'm, Columbia, I, yes. I, I'm applying to. It's a difference. It's an artist in residences at, uh, 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 what do they call them? Parks. Park, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. At, at, at national parks. Oh, yep. no shit. And some of them. So some of them are highly competitive, but some of them are not competitive at all. <laughs> no, some are just you put the application in, you got it. Yeah, because they're in the middle of. Fucking I was wrong. Nowhere. It's only seven hours and fourteen minutes north of uh, Vancouver. That's fine. So we can wow. do that. The um, population is ten thousand. That's pretty good. That means you have normal services. Yo, if if you are in a place like that, you should be doing a podcast about your life. Period. Joe, we might can we call, call you. you? Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll get his number. Uh, <laughs> hey, thanks for keeping up this podcast. I checked out the band Candy. They fucking rule. Cool. Yeah. I heard yeah. Pat talking about Amoebics, and I was wondering if you ever listened to the UK crust band Doom. One of my favorite bands. I think all of their songs are perfect, in my p- opinion. Like Police Bastard, After the Bomb, Worthless no- Nothing. <laughs> Fuck Peaceville is a compilation of re-recorded tracks. I think you should check out if you haven't. I'm a big Amoebix fan. I don't fuck with Doom. No, I don't either. I love Never done. Yeah, can you? That's talk, all that's I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna come say. On. Come on! I was gonna, come on! I was gonna put the mic. I'm gonna, it's gonna, gonna be silence. The crust consultant. <laughs> so, so hold on. You got to. Uh, so, so our crust consultant looks, <laughs> looks like. What do you look like now? You look like Santa a little bit. What? The, 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 Everyone says I look like I'm from the thing, which I'm. I'm no, cool. you look. Do good. look like yes, you're on Ice Station, whatever. That now that you said it. Oh Fuck man, you're okay. Kurt Russell. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Kurt Russell. But I too am aging in reverse. But so this guy that worked. Tesla and is now getting into real estate is a crust lord. <laughs> and, 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 crust lord. And knows everything about fucking crust. So go ahead. You know, I like Doom. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> do you that's like, it. That's what I got. Do you that's like the, Amoebics? I do like Amoebics. I, yeah, que- right, I have a question. Wait. Only the first Amoebics. Right? Oh, no. You got to revisit even the last thing. I swear no. to Jesus. What's- What's it's, that shit where they wrote a Motorhead song about riding motorcycles? That's I think, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Yo, uh, the the record that they put out in like 2013 is worth listening to. I, it's it's a, okay. It's a killing it's okay. joke record sped up super fast. It's fucking great. I like... I fight with those guys. So you, one of them just lives on an island and makes swords for a living. I wrote him the other day to write, the, to write the intro to my comic. That's great. Uh, please. Monolith Arise, that newest stuff. 
I go Arise. Maybe the new stuff, then Monolith. Monolith's fucked up. I like it. All right. All right I have do, a question for you about Quesnel. Yeah. How many Korean people do you think live in Quesnel, British Columbia? Oh, no. I, this is more than you'd think. I'm going to say 14%. No, like I'm saying, like, oh, give me quantity? a number of right. people. There's 10,000 people? There's 10,000, so I'm saying f- uh, f- uh, 1,400. I'm saying 11 people. 10. <laughs> Ten. Ten. Wow. Oh, Can I run them down really yeah, quick? The population. Sure. Is that Please give us the demographics. Um, Five hundred and ten South Asian. Thanks, Joe. Okay. One hundred Chinese people. Okay. Twenty black people, as it says on Wikipedia. Twenty black people in all of Quiznos. Ninety Filipino. Okay. Twenty Latin America. Okay. Zero. Twenty eight. Latin America. That's a lot of potential <laughs> places that. Zero Arabs. Zero Arabs in Quiznos. And that's what it says. Zero Southeast Asian, 10 West Asian, 10 Korean, 60 Japanese people, 10 other visible minority. I don't know what that uh, uh, leaves. Um, um, I'm going to say that Trudeau is not doing his job here. <laughs> well, I mean, I th- and then a lot of it is... Um, Asleep at the wheel, Trudeau. Do you want to trip for a second? All right, you, everyone can see this house? Yeah, yes. yeah. We're, we're looking. We're looking looks at nice. a, a ranch. One, nice a ranch. Place for murder suicide. Yes, yes, yes. yes I think does. that's John Bonet's house. One hundred twenty-nine thousand dollars in Quiznell. Half a million dollars. That's way too much. Half a million dollars. Way too. Much. Is that Canadian? Oh, oh, wait, is this an oil town though? Yes. It might be. Yes. Uh, okay. Yes. Uh, there you go. All right. All right. Damn. Real estate's worth it. Yeah. All right. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey, and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. Hey, this is Chris Swinney, formerly of the Ataris and currently host of That One Time on Tour, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Have you ever wondered what it's really like on the road? The highs can be euphoric, but the lows can be crushing. Join me every week as I chat with industry pros about what it's like living out their wildest dream and in some cases, their worst nightmare. Past guests of the show include members of NoFX, Pennywise, Bad Religion, and more. Listen and subscribe at soundtalentmedia.com. That did look. That does look like an A and E. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like that's you know, if you've ever watched that show, The Haunting. That's where they always <laughs> film the uh, the reenactments. No. <laughs> All right, uh, Rain, I believe is how we say your name. Okay, we've Rain. gotten questions from you before. Uh, Rain asks, "Hey, dudes, couple fantasy questions for you." Yes, oh, these are the best. Ones. Three orcs and t- no um, <laughs> one. Three orcs. <laughs> compile a hardcore show lineup with the following criteria. Mm. This is going to be really tough. I don't know if we'll do it, but I'll read it. Okay. Some may cross over. That's fine. 
minor threat or bad brains or black flag. So you have to pick one of those three. Minor threat, go. Minor threat. Minor threat, easy. Maybe bad brains, but all right, minor threat. They are better. (laughs) Um, A band you have seen but would like to see again, active or deceased. Just pick one. A band you've seen... Deftones. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm, if I'm okay, going to yeah, pick yeah. the so fest, I'm going to yeah. okay. keep track, of your, keep track yeah. of your show. Minor Threat and Deftones okay. so far. Um, and it can be active or deceased. Active or deceased. Yeah. I'm going to say um, South of Heaven Era Slayer. Okay. I'll go Lungfish. Okay. I'm just going to say Drop Dead because we all had suffered through Drop Dead so many times. It'd be funny <laughs> to have one to do it again. more. Yeah. One more. <laughs> I'm going to go Bad Brains. Bam, fucked wow. you up. Wow. Okay, wow. You gained the, system, them, so the yeah, system here. Any active band. An active... Let's make it a current band. Any current band. Mind Force for me. Okay. That's, it's tempting because I'm not the crazy Mind Force fan, but I was thinking what maintains a good stage dive energy for my and festival? And in between Minor Threat and Deftones, I feel like Mind, mind <laughs> there you Force. Go. Why not? <laughs> it bridges the gap. Yeah, I would have picked that. Okay. So I'm kind of out. I'm going to go Drug Charge. Oh, wow. All right. Um, I just did it because nice he's, yeah. uh, he's had a bad couple weeks. I know. Man. <laughs> so you had a bad day. Uh, somebody active. Come on! Sorry, Jesus. Uh, mm, mm. Shocked he isn't picking self-defense. Yeah, really Shocked. blowing That's himself. Wrong. I don't know any yeah, other yeah. active bands. Yeah, you know, you really don't. Uh, Are you guys active, though? Yeah. We're yeah, active as hell. We Enough. got a tour, big tour coming up. Come on, come on. Playing in front of thousands. Come on, come on. Who, uh, uh, okay. Active. Um, active, uh, misery counts. I'm putting misery on. Okay. Wow. Mm. Andrew? Misery, misery still. No, not, not misery. Uh, this, this it's misery with a Z. With a Z. Who do you want? I'm just going to do self defense. The so, only band I know. Okay, there we go. Uh, Yo, you I will see do. see group chats. I believe. When I say, hey, we just got a nice <laughs> routing for this tour from the booking agents. Uh, we need Who's a support. In? Yeah. Oh, oh, no. Everybody goes, yeah, I'm in. Cool. Uh, and then you say, okay, now we need a support I slot. Know. And I people know. go, ZZ Top, uh, you know, uh, th- yeah. nobody has an You're idea. You're going to the wrong group chat for that question. Right. Nobody has an idea of what a new band is. I know. All right, active. Um, Quicksand, they're active. Um, any deceased band? Elvis Presley. All right. Well, that weird. Yeah, oh, yep, yeah. got to be dead in some God, way. God, my fest is awful. No, one's no you're good. <laughs> you're with it. Dead. 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 Fuck dead. Yeah. All right. Um... You got somebody in mind? Yeah, give it to us. Come on. The guy from Death actually died. Or the guy, sure. No, the, uh, yes, he did. Chuck Schuldner. Yeah, Prince. Boom! I just hit Prince. There you so go. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Death because okay, dude's sure, dead and, sure, sure. and I got a little bit of respect. <laughs> wow. Okay. Dead. Hmm. A dead band. <laughs> the entire band? No, I'm no. going. I take it back. I'm going anal cunts. Oh, <laughs> that's good. That's, that's good. good. All yeah. right, let me think. Hold on. Let's pack this arena. Yeah, fuck. hold on. <laughs> a band with a dead member. Tom, you got it yet? No, I was gonna say Black Sabbath, but none of them are dead. Not, not, Amazing not technically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Geezer's hanging on. Um, let's see, one more. A deceased band. Fuck. There's no amount of money on earth that you could get me to say the Ramones. The Beatles. Hmm. <laughs> They're, they, yeah, but I, then I have to change the order. And I want Minor Threat to play last. Oh wow! Okay. Uh, funny if the Beatles open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm try. I was trying to do like Pink hardcore. Floyd? 
it's one of those dudes got to be dead, right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for yeah. sure. There you go. Sid Barrett? Yeah, he's dead. make that up now? He's dead. No, wait. Died in his mother's care, I believe, because he was... I'll do Led Zeppelin. Schizophrenic. Uh, okay. Yeah. John Bonham. Mm-hmm. It's a good pick. I would go for the who, then. You're going for who? All right, yeah. there we go. And that's, that's a non-hardcore, hardcore Jace. We all nailed mm-hmm. that with our dead thing. So my show is uh, Minor Threat, Bad Brains, Quicksand... Um, Led Zeppelin. So I guess on my show, actually, um, that's the order reverse. Minor Threat's opening for Bad Brains, and then into Quicksand, and then into Led Zeppelin. God. So mine's Elvis opening, but he's only <laughs> singing hardcore songs oh, to shit. fit and get everybody ready. I appreciate oh that. shit! So and then followed by uh, Mind whatever Force. Else. Yeah, whatever else. Okay, uh, Minor Threat does the th- weird. They act weird. And they're like, they're like, we we want to open, you know what I mean? Like they're on, they're on some bullshit. Yeah, on some bullshit. <laughs> some total fucking bullshit. So uh, it goes minor threat, uh, doing the, doing some righteous thing. I don't yeah, understand. Yeah. They got their reasons or something. Yeah, they're old because uh, the show is in DC, so they don't want an out of town band opening. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> some nonsense that nobody gives a fuck about. That makes sense. Um, and then who else? I say, um, Lungfish. Okay, then then Lungfish. Anal Cunt's closing Anal the show. Cunt's that's closing. clear. Right. They yeah, have I mean, to because they're going to. Yeah, yeah. that's clear. Wait, what was the other? And you picked Minor Threat, uh, Lungfish. Oh, and Misery. misery. So, okay, so we go. <laughs> <laughs> minor Threat, then Misery. Yeah, minor Threat, then Misery, then Lungfish. Because they don't want do to yes. do the band from San yes. Diego Dirty. Yes. All right, Tom. Oh, fuck. Um, I know. Who did I pick? You picked Minor Threat. I didn't say I just can't remember who the fuck You did. Yours is, yours is Self-Defense is headlining Minor Threat and... Uh, uh, Miz- oh, de- Dead is Leatherface. They'll play first and then Self-Defense, then Drop Dead, then Minor Threat, but it's no re-entry and it's raining so out. You have to, <laughs> you have <to laughs> That's the longest. Did you know I saw Drop Dead play Chain Reaction once and sign autographs after the set in the back? Shut up. Surreal. Surreal. Can we tell a story about a Signing band that was autographs. mentioned by somebody? Sure. Sure. Mm-hmm. You'll know it. I wouldn't know it. <clears throat> Go ahead. The Seth Putnam story? <sighs> Are we allowed Jamie, to talk about that? Where Jamie punched him in the face? Yeah, didn't he get his ass kicked? <laughs> yeah, I, so... <laughs> Sorry. No, it's all right. We could totally I don't, cut that out. No, no, no. Oh. We can edit it after because I'm not sure if I'll tell it right, but I, yeah. it was on Blabber. I'm pretty sure that it was New England Metal Fest, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can't remember what year. Yeah. Worcester Palladium. Mm-hmm. Hey Breed opens upstairs. It's the smaller the upstairs, upstairs yeah. room, right? So I think Hey Breed plays, right? Right. And then AC plays. Maybe he says something about Hey Breed or right. something like that. And then I think Jamie got on stage. And like I think maybe they exchanged words or something for like a second, like yeah. sort of like, would you fucking fuck, say, yeah. blah, blah. And then it was just, dude saw Jamie on there, and I think it was just game on. I'm not 100% sure, but I think that that's... I figured you'd be like yeah. right in there. No, because you know what it was? that I remember I wasn't able to go to that show, yeah. but like Biggie, uh, Biggie yeah, yeah. and like all those dudes Biggie went. From shows. Yeah, Biggie, Biggie from shows, shows Grippo, concerts. like all right. those dudes. Oh, Jesus, right. Um, so I think it was just they saw something popping off. Yeah, and popping off and kind of. I think I think Andrew dropped Seth Putnam off a stage. Onto- I, no, I after his stroke when he couldn't move, I dropped him down a flight of stairs, and his wife yelled at me. <laughs> like, oh god, that's like, you were assisting him and like couldn't. I was trying to help him up the flight of stairs, that's and instead amazing. I dropped him down. The this has turned into a real good mix of people for storytelling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right, um, second part of this question. What the fuck? 
fuck, man. I know. Sorry. Yeah, it wasn't great. What's no. the budget? I don't know. No, I know. Um, <laughs> you're doing a cover band. Okay. What band are you covering and what part would you play? Criteria, you don't need to be able to play the part in real life. You can choose <laughs> bands, one active and one deceased. Uh, I'll do... Deceased meaning members are deceased or they're not... I don't know. Rain, well, maybe... Yeah. No, so no. let's just go active or, or broken up or whatever. Yeah, I'm going to do... Uh, yeah, active or inactive. I'm doing Led Zeppelin. Yeah. I'm, I'm do- singing. I want to do Led Zeppelin too. So, yeah, and just because it seems fun as fuck. Fun as fuck. Uh, and uh, what's the... That's you have burritos in the backstage area, if you know what I'm saying. One active? An active band? Man. Uh, uh, Chrome Ags with Harley. Mm. Boom. Not sure if that's active, that's but line. it will be. It's active. At some point. I'm with, with Harley. I'm doing the oh, band with Harley. Oh, oh. Without John, you'll be the JJ. <laughs> uh, or Paris. I'll just be whoa. Paris. Yeah. Got it. Matt, we we do need to get a good drummer. I'm not. I even pretend me isn't a good drummer. Yeah, <laughs> I can't even conceive of being a drummer. No, in any way, man. shape, or form. No, yeah. Does, no. And to be honest, doesn't look fun. To, doesn't look fun. Not, not fun. Uh, Too much work. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> and sit in the back. Come the on. Cardio, nobody's paying attention to you. Nobody takes pictures of the drummer. I'm going to say I'm going to be the dancer in the Mighty Mighty Bostones. Ooh, you could be Bobo from Avail. Yeah, but I, Bostones, I could do like sharper hours. and gets a nice check. Yes, because yeah. he's also like their manager or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could. Do, I I think that that's a that good dude's look. dancing to the money. He's like, <laughs> yeah, what's up, please? Would you wear? He the gets suit, more though? excited with the hits. <laughs> I think very few bands can wear suits and get away with it. In my view, Bostones are among them. Mm-hmm. I gotta feel those are really restrictive. Unless you think they get like gimmicked. Like suits, like it's like tailored a little. Yeah, bit. like, oh, like tear off stretching style? the ball. Like, <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying, like, I feel like he's, you know, Dicky Barrett's a pretty big dude, like okay. a fine mesh. So, 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 you know what I'm saying? Really? Like, so the bespoke uh, real estate agent to my right is going to lecture me that this is entirely possible yeah. to get pants that are cut correctly. Yeah. But uh, to our younger listeners and also our our maybe more blue collar listeners, uh, apparently you can buy pants, dress pants that don't. Cut your testicles, but I've never worn them. I every pair of dress pants I've ever worn in my entire life, every suit pant sort of thing, cuts me. And and I'm not a huge like literally cuts you. It cuts my testicles, and I'm not like a like u- draws blood on your balls. I, well, I don't know if there's blood every time, but it, 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 what I'm saying is that it <laughs> they're not like impinging on your testicles, like they're actual I've, skin breaking. I feel menaced by. Dress- <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but all right, so if you're a guy, say you're doing the the Boston's like. Got this big two-month tour coming up. It's going to be a big deal. I'm wearing a zoot suit, though, so that you there's buy all two, that room. You buy two suits. You get them made handmade. Yeah. You throw some but that's what I'm saying. in there or that's something. That's what I'm saying. You, you, I just... Look, I feel like I would tear the ass out of my suit every show. This, yeah. isn't, this, isn't right? a weird, I mean, this isn't a weird flex. I'm not like a huge equipped guy. I'm just saying that like I need... To, if I was going to do that dancing, you need a I, I would need lots of room up front. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, sure. Flop. Like, yeah. You would want like hammer pants. Yes. <laughs> that's what I'm driving. You're essentially wearing hammer pants now. They make suits out of... Of Under Armour shit now, oh, where yeah. it just stretches and it's oh, you know like you just that's how John Wick can fight and throw suit. it in the washing machine when you're done. Yeah, is that true? Hot as balls to yes. wear, so that's the trick. Yeah. So yeah, they're really cool though. They're great. I'm working on my body. Put me in the hot suit. We'll do it. You've been working on your body all that time between laying on the couch. We know. <laughs> we know. You got to see this shit. Your packs are doing good. Your packs are doing good. I'm ready. Up your water, down your yerbas. Let's yeah, go. Now, yerba makes my pee smell. What's your, uh, your push up count now per day? Well, I do 100 a day, but I go over 100 if I'm awake late. You know what I mean? But, I, but I, I do 100 a day. 
I hate so much about the things you choose to be. <laughs> what are your what are your what cover uh, bands? Uh, Inside Out. Oh, oh nice. I'd have to sing because I have course. a Um Current band. I'd either go Mind Force or Fiddlehead. I was gonna say I'd love to see you sing for Mind Force. I'd you like to see guitar. Me play guitar. Yeah. I mean, my kind of holds it down. We, we don't have to know the. We don't. Mm. The, 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 this is a pure fantasy here. Maybe I'd be like a keyboard player. Okay. I want to, you know what? I want, I want to play, I'm going to play guitar in, I'm going to do Paris. Are you lefty? Yeah. I'm I'm ambidextrous. But how would you play guitar? I don't play guitar, so I don't know. If Andrew throws you a git right now, Um, what do you do? Yeah, I'd hold it this way. Whatever this is. Is that how you you just do this? But I could do this too. Oh, if I'm playing, if I, if I play bass, lefty, guitar, righty. You could play them both then. There's a video. Uh, no, I'm saying I'm playing like, guitar <laughs> so me and Harley can do the back-to-back. Yes. Oh, yeah. nice. Toxic Wasting Twins, yeah. Um, Bash Brothers. We didn't get the Jays. So, so uh, there's a video from the early 80s of Killing Joke playing and uh, uh, Jazz is playing uh, the keyboard, but he's playing it. Like it's just there, and he wandered up to it, and like, and, and, and like a hunt and peck. Yes, and th- and that's how I I would like that. Like role. that's a good that role. Yeah. All right, what do you um, got? So I have to go for like an '80s hair metal band, yes. like just because the chicks. Yeah, yeah sure. Sound, so. Take, take your pick of any it's just winger sure okay. yeah, you gotta go more hit yeah. than wingers Skid, only got like Skid two Skid if I was gonna pick who's any the, of those who's the, the super Sebastian Bach era who's the Christian Striper Striper, Striper. right no. not Striper anyone else. okay yeah anyone but Stripe. probably Skid Row and then okay. currently dude I gotta say like I really like Incendiary. Oh, so I would really like, and I, I feel like or Knocked Loose I mean one of, the, one of those hard. two I would that love to be in that one of those bands uh, I'll do hair metal too, but I'm going to do the unfuckable oh, Queen's Queen Reich. No, this is a, it's a bit. It's on brand. Good okay. job. Okay. And who would be your current oh. active band? Active band. No active band. He he <laughs> self defense. He gets rid of Patrick for once and for all, and yeah. he can do it. Did you, see, did, did you see my text that Killing Joke is playing Saint Vitus? Yeah. It's, it's like two days after I leave. It's also sixty-five dollars. Wow! I get into everything for free. Oh. You, oh, you know his friends. You know Haley just calls in and says, "Guess what? It's happening for you, my G." Walk through the door. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Mike Lawson comes back. Oh, oh. Jesus, Mike! Non-core questions. I'm six. God foot- damn it! I wish Isaac was here for that. I, I know. He's gonna. I'll get a special set for Isaac. I am six foot tall, 225 pounds, kind of fat, barely athletic man. All right. I just ran a 40-yard da- dash in jeans and vans in 6.9 seconds. What's are you, chasing you, Mike? Are you Damn. faster than me? He's a dad. He's probably killing time at a field. You just do weird shit. Yeah, that's true. No doubt. <laughs> like his kid is playing soccer. He's no like, doubt. all right. Some other dad's like, you want to race over there? <laughs> yeah. like, sure, let's go. 6.96 seconds. Are you faster than me? I am faster than you, Mike. I am not. I mean, I'm like Pat. I sit and I sit on and look at yeah. sounds. I mean, a fast football weed. player is like four and a half. Seconds. Okay, Mike, I'll race you any day of the week. Okay, um, right. do you live near us? Can we plan this? VB, <laughs> we can figure something out. All right. We'll meet halfway. <laughs> it's short. What is the most costly bet you've ever lost? Not necessarily money. Got to think about this for a second. Mm. Oh, lost. I had to wear a. Raiders championship, uh, Super Bowl championship from like 1983 and let my friend take a picture. I'm a diehard Denver Broncos fan. I don't remember the terms. I believe it was over whether a customer would walk into our store or not, and she did. Um, Oh, a particular person. Yeah, Bonnie. I think her name was Bonnie. Bonnie Raitt? No. That's nuts. 
Bonnie, no, similar Bonnie similar style in every way you could imagine, but not her. Um, just people. So yeah, that was a costly one. A great YouTube comment about Bonnie Raitt that I encountered yesterday because I was watching uh, Little Feet Shout live Pratt. videos, and uh, you'll be my Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna fuck you up. And this dude so, is so fucking weird. So there's a comments section that was like, you know, when I was uh, 22 and I was. I was an unknown guitarist just kicking around town doing my thing. I was at a show and I, I saddle up to the bar next to this pretty redhead and we just start jawing about things and, and uh you know, and then she said, Oh, I have to play and then she took the stage and it was Bonnie Ray. She's so punk. And, and and but that he was it, so so everybody understands that, that whole Hey, audience, <laughs> p- that punk thing is just like a universal feeling that people just like, and you don't have to be into punk. This guy was like, that's the way country used to be. You know? Yeah. <laughs> everyone, does, everyone has that yes, story. It's yes. like, yeah. fucking Brian McKnight said yeah, what's yeah, up yeah, to me yeah, at a yeah, fucking yeah, Walmart. Yeah. That's what fucking yeah, R&B yeah. used to be, yeah. man. Like, N- N- Noriega <laughs> used to shop at the same Fat Alberts. You know? yeah. like that sort of thing. Uh, so mine, I won't say the name of the band, mm-hmm. but I lost a bet and I had to, Mm. Had to get them a record deal. Holy got shit! Them, so got them a deal. It wasn't anybody super big, no, no, but no. Yeah. got them the deal, and I had to pay for the manufacturing and oh. the recording. Whoa! And the what was the bet? Or you want to say what? The, uh, like what the, I don't remember no. the details. It might have been something like like was it over a game or over? Some, a- dude, so I feel like this is like the Joss episode. But him and I just there's so many stories. We used yeah. to just bet all kinds of yeah. crazy stuff. So I was in the habit of just. Go oh, back. Tom, I'll yeah. bet you a record yeah. deal uh, fucking yeah. that you can't drink that coffee. You know, like then, just yeah. dumb shit. Oh, and some of, somebody was like... Consequences are much more memorable than the actual Yeah, game. so like yeah. the kid who had Got the label it. in Connecticut was like, hey, I want to, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll do bet the- you something. And, and I was like, okay, man. I'm so co- like I was so yeah. confident in myself that yeah. I thought I was gonna win. I lost, and because I, I was like, "All right, dude, if I fucking lose, you got to put out like yeah. my homeboy's record." Yeah. And and he's like, "All right, but you got to pay for it." Then and, yeah. I, and I lost, so I I paid paid for the studio. Um, did the whole thing. That's a did the whole thing, and they loss. put it out. I mean, it was yeah, you know what it dude, is what it is. We'll ask after Universal slush funds. It doesn't <laughs> pays for all kinds of stuff. Sure, yeah. my uh, law school. <laughs> good, good answer. There you go. The, the, yeah, that's a good one. My two thousand dollars Chiodos loss. <laughs> What's that one? What is Can that? I give you? That? No, it's, the, it's we, he's explained it three it. times. It's oh. the one where he had the debt. That he said this record won't sell oh, over right, this right, amount. Right, right, right. Oh yeah. Right, right, oh okay. yeah. yeah. Can yeah. I? I'm yeah. going to give the behind the scenes. The the person holding that debt erased that note. There's no more debt. Oh, That's when you like, were deducting the dinners. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He said oh. at eight dollars a clip. This was never going away, so I just deleted the note. <laughs> I'm very satisfied by that. I know. Yeah, you should give me some money for I that. Got, I got off. I'm good. What's bet, oh, oh, the uh, worst bet you've I lost? Lost sixteen hundred dollars in a uh, single handed poker once. Oh. oh, in a room where I'm confident every single person had a gun on them. Okay, <laughs> yeah, not, not a legit game. You got to pay. <laughs> Can birds fly backwards? No, no, not to my knowledge. I'm terrified of birds. No shit. Yeah. Don't, I don't like anything with a beak. Bill, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with. Ducks, great. Birds, no, I'm no, terrified really. of birds. <laughs> not terrified, but I don't like them. Don't don't follow my Instagram. I'm, I'm, <laughs> no, you've been posting some pretty birds. I'm big up in some birds on that. <laughs> Do you know the drummer from Luscious Jackson was the Beastie Boys drummer when they were a punk band? Yes. Okay. I did not. Why is there a light in the fridge and not in the freezer? Good, Wonderful question. Good anyway. question. Yeah, maybe, maybe I just can't handle it. 
Yeah, is it, it? Do you think the temperature just from while it's open and the light being on is enough to saturate the frozen materials? No, but maybe I don't know. Maybe glass breaks. Yeah, maybe aren't freezing glass? Yeah, freezing glass not a hot idea. Aren't there some newer freezers that have a light in it though? Really? Like I feel like my parents have one that opens Ooh, that's and has true. a light, light in the it. Dark. So oh, is it just maybe. A, maybe maybe get a better thing? better fridge and freezer, my yeah, dude. I'll never have a new fridge. I don't. Yeah. Know. <laughs> I don't want to imply like I have a new fridge. I clearly <laughs> said my parents. That I mean, was pretty I, new. This to is to pretty be nice. perfectly honest, uh, my no, fridge that doesn't just have a light has there. drinks. Like there's no food. Like if people, <laughs> it literally looks like a hotel or something. It's weird. They got a mini bar. It, in it, it really is. It's just <laughs> drinks of every variety. There's no food. A sealed jar. Yep. <laughs> if you were bald, what hair color do you put on your driver's license? Oh, that, I mean, that's a great question. I don't know. I want it to becomes historical shit. fiction at that point, and you just go with what you feel. Yo, yeah, uh, check yeah. out uh, Andrew can see I've got open right now because when, so a cool thing about having uh, the reach of social media like through through podcasts and shit mm. where people know you uh, is when you complain about anything, people tell you how to solve it, and right. sometimes that's mad annoying when <laughs> they don't know what the fuck <laughs> they're talking about. But sometimes it's good. Uh, the other day I did a little Instagram where I was like, damn, I was like, my hair is not as thick as I want it to be anymore. And I want to shave it. Uh, and I thought about it for like, I, I, went, into this, I went into the city and yeah, back. Don't, don't I thought about it the entire time. I was like, I'm going to stop and just shave this fucking head. Don't. I, no. You'll, don't, be, you'll no. be sad. It takes a lot. It looks good. Takes a lot. Yeah. Takes a lot longer to come back than that's you think. Probably true. That shirt's coming back. Yeah, well, that's that, the other side. But but that's the thing. That's how we know. That we do it, you do need a little trim up on the sides? The top's fine right now. I was gonna. Cool. I agree with Bob. Like I think if you left it the way it is, you mm. could totally just be like a wake up. Kind of, oh yeah, man. But totally. um, but yeah. here's what yeah. somebody hit it me looks with. Looks kind of thick, dude. No, he's on this. Yeah, he's fine. It's in my head. But somebody told me Rishi, Rishi. Okay. It's a mushroom extract. Oh, that, should try it. That brings down uh, your your dye something. Whatever okay. you know, these, you know, like when you listen to Joe Rogan, and it helps your hair. <laughs> no, but yeah. so Joe Rogan hit me in my DMs and, and was like, he was like, take some DMT, <laughs> yeah, and put yeah, this yeah. fucking shit in your head. He was like, he was like, yeah. So you got to Venmo do, me money because you just need it. The, the Rishi. <laughs> so this motherfucker's saying Rishi. So I got the Rishi. Rishi. You open got it. on my okay. on, on my tabs right now on I my browser. No, but it's only ten bucks. They say rosemary oil too. No rosemary shit. Oil. Yeah. I'm looking at him. He was bald before. Look at him. Yo, he's thick. He's, he's got desirable. Like, oh, it's low. Okay. Yeah, no, no. He, this is a game because he was the most thin motherfucker yeah. for a minute. Yeah. Did you he fight back? Good. What happened? I fought back. That's it. You know? <laughs> I mean, I mean, that is. Like yeah, this church says, yeah. fight back. Yeah, pulling it off. You know, I just stopped listening to cross to my hair. Since bread is square, why is sandwich meat round? Oh, God. Fuck. This motherfucker's oh, fuck. killing me. I know. We get non-core questions. Do you have a favorite Tarantino movie? Uh, Jackie Brown. Does he have to have written it or directed it or both? Because true, true, true Romance, I mean, we did Box oh. yeah, sure. awesome, yeah. yeah. I would go in Glorious Bastards. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's... I think I can safely say that we do have a bit out, too, for an anniversary set of a Quentin Tarantino Pulp Fiction that we're Ooh. hoping to get on the you, table. So, yeah. You did, you did the... We did the True Romance box set, yeah. Really? Yep. You got any laying around? It's a gift. For you, I do. I'll, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me buy one. I, that's a gift. Um, so, uh, Favorite Tarantino, wow. uh, Kill Bill, I don't know. Yeah. Like Jackie it. Brown is... I re- the only time I saw Jackie Brown was in the theater. Yeah. Uh, Have you ever seen Glorious Passes? Yeah, I like Glorious it. It's pretty good. good. Yeah. Reservoir Dogs is good. That's Reservoir Dogs is good. What about Once Upon a Time in, in Hollywood? That was kind of interesting. I have not seen it. Oh, it's coming out. It's coming out. With uh, it's uh, Leo, Leo and, and Brad. Oh, Brad. that's right. That's right. Mm. They live next door to, to the Manson family. Murders. Well, right. Yeah, no, I'm I'm game with that. I like that guy who plays Manson. I think that'll be yeah, be right. yeah. Yo, you know how I've been doing these little 
YouTube or Instagram videos, right? And I Vaguely. and I sing on them, and and Jesus I can't Christ. sing on them. This is a commercial for his Instagram <laughs> yeah, stories. Self def- at and self defense. You have to take the self defense family account back, and please. Yes, <laughs> you're just taking them over the because thing. your inactivity is improvement. And just delete them and just have a clear. I can't find hit some of the hits that I want All to right, sing. So on name, what's the one? Give me one. That I wanted to sing. Yes. I wanted to do the Kate Bush version of Run Up That Hill, but it's not That's on there. That's right. Yes. Right? Okay. Uh, there's also uh, uh, Your Time Is Gonna Come by Led Zeppelin. Not on there. I know. That's whack. They're really whack. But the Manson record is on there. Yes. Wow. How that? fucking crazy That's is that? Are you guys that? talking about the sticker, like the music yes. sticker? Yes. 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 What is what that, is that, that from? from? So, so that, actually, that, that actually has to do with your distributor. So if it's not showing up, it's maybe because that... You know, say it's Universal Music mm-hmm. or Warner. There's only a yep. few. Um, probably just yeah, hasn't gotten it to it yet. But I tried to find Hatebreed on there a few days ago. You'll probably something. only find like a couple of the songs. Yeah, you so go back to your man and tell him yep. to. Uh, to light so it up. a lot of it actually yeah. doesn't. You'd be surprised how much of it has to do with uh, twofold, right? So part of it's on Spotify's end, receiving all of this stuff and getting it in. So that's where it pulls from. Yeah, from it Spotify basically only? like. So basically, what yeah. happens is like, say, new there's a new self defense record yeah. coming out, right? you know you'll be the client for lack of a yeah. better okay. thing he'll hand over the record to to someone like myself we yeah. upload it so i have a partnership with universal music yeah. group mm-hmm. and one with e1 we upload it to them and we will say to them like uh you know deliver this album or these songs to all partners yeah so we specify like tiktok all those bullshit all those apps or whatever Got like get oh, our stuff so if say a legacy title like a Kate Bush or something like yep. that wasn't delivered to all partners at the time. At at the time, time it's, it's all like limited. Just, you know, it's like it's kind of that transition where eventually it's all going to be there. But we're just in that oh, thing where wow. it's new, so it just hasn't Got gotten it. in so there. So it would have yet. to be retroactive. Yeah. That's wild. Okay. That's why you're you're likely to see say something more new. Like you'll see like a demo of like right. some one of our friends just put up yeah. shows up in one of those stickers, because but then you, you go back it. to find something else and you're like, right. how is this not on there? Andrew just checked and every self defense releases up. However, I can't I can't get my Led Zeppelin track that I want. It's because that, that Led Zeppelin just, it, 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 I think I was just started over with streaming, so they yeah, probably just, just haven't gotten around to it. Or, or maybe they, exclu- they have some exclusivity. I was going to say right they might have signed some exclusivity where it's not available on those. Um, it's also from the first record, I think. So maybe that's Which just song not are you a priority. Doing? Uh, your time is going to come. First or second? Yes. All Do right. Now? Yeah. Doritos, blue or red? Blue. Blue. Doritos? I haven't had a Dorito in 25 You know there's vegan ones, right? I know. Cool. Right. They got MSG in them, though. Yeah, cool. I don't uh, fuck with them. I understand them. that. You know what I mean? They got MSG in Doritos? MSG's good again, isn't it? I think it's right now. It's okay now. So, so like actually, well, look at you. Captain Canceled over here won't eat MSG. Just get with it, man. So it's actually, just, Andrew, Andrew, Andrew raises a good point. It, it actually, MSG is kind of back in, in good favor, but I'm just, I'm old school. I heard that I you know. rub it on your head. Your, your... <laughs> Put it on your couch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Iggy Pop is often credited with the invention of the stage dive. Fuck that. No way. Uh, when was your last stage dive? Let's uh, start with Andrew and go the other way. Um, I did sound at a covers show, and there was a band that played a discharge <laughs> cover set. You didn't listen, stop listening across. That's a lion as liar. To go and stage dive. Amazing. Wow. January 2019 was this a wild month. Local band. <laughs> <laughs> not, a, not a great thing. Oh, wow. Who is the bad D-beat band from central New York? 
who played ABC No Rio all wait, the time. Wait, yes. Wait, there was no, a yes. No, no fucker? <laughs> no fucker. It's no fucker was oh, the one no, I was thinking oh, of. Oh, yeah. No fucker. I've never Bad. heard of them. No fucker. No fucker. I want to say was a kid and his dad. Is that right? Oh, it wow. just looked like it. It just it looked like it. It was a kid and then a dude who like lived hard as fuck. For okay. A yeah. It was, it nice was a kid, yeah. Yes. Nice fellas. Bad band. <clears throat> yeah. Last stage dive. Uh, d- does all the shit no, in no, church nope, count? Nope, oh, nope, nope. I knew exactly where you were going. Well, I don't know. Maybe uh, you like stayed so for 108. Like Earth Crisis. Bane when we did that tour. Maybe that was it. <laughs> that, that, was <laughs> that was like 15 years ago. <laughs> was that like a wink and a nod dive? Like, look at me, I'm going to do this. Uh, or would t- you just overtake it? <laughs> yeah, right. It wasn't yeah. like, I can't believe we, can we Superman. Again? Yeah. you like, no. well, check me out at the last song, I'm going to be a dick. Yeah. No, not a dick. Trying to get in a photo. Almost certainly turnstile then. Okay, good. You stayed to a fraternal style. Yeah, sure. we tour with them a lot. No, I know, but that mean you watch them? <laughs> twice, a, twice a tour, I do watch bands. Twice. You only get two. Okay, so like a band like that, that is like a juggernaut. You watch let, them. Let me say this. <laughs> How many times have you big up Candy on this podcast? Many times. Fucking lot. Many How times. many times have you watch right. them on that tour? Once ish? <laughs> yeah. Ish. Because I'm being nice. Yeah. Once yeah. Ish. Uh, that, ain't, that ain't even about them. It's no. Just, it's I about actually, him. I like the band a lot. Yeah. Cool dude. Not enough to watch them for 20 minutes. You know what? What a, so we got uh, I love into another and I couldn't go into the show. I was like And we got free go tickets home. to something tonight that it would be a thing that like would be fun and shit and I, what was my response? I'm going to stay home and make money. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't make it. Says, yeah, when he was saying that like I had to start walking around. Like, so like, so it was so convoluted. I'm like that's not going to make you a dollar. Like, I have to rebuild I have to rebuild myself <laughs> doing my camboy gonna, thing. Yeah, flash his b-hole. <laughs> well, You're definitely seeing Instagram stories. You go where the money's going for it. Motherfucker, I'm, it's going to be like Jawbreaker's about to go on and it's going to be patches hanging out. Don't like, you want me, baby? I'm, take, I'm taking, cheerleader re- taking requests tonight. You got to get on TikTok for that. That's, yeah. that's what I'm yeah. but that's like I'll do, We should do a TikTok channel. Everybody doing Twitch, well, let's just do TikTok. So check it out. There's. I'm ready to get my baby Ariel on. I don't know anything about TikTok <laughs> except I read an article about this TikTok star, right? Yeah. But... It's really disturbing because mm. we're of a certain age. This yeah, it's not for us. This no, person, this no. person, the scandal on this person is that she presents like a thirty-year-old woman. She looks like an adult in every respect and is fifteen. So it's troubling on like several levels. And but and I like I like like scandalous, provocative shit. But but like this is like weird. this is like this weird. I like when the lean into that is self-aware, <laughs> and this is, only feels halfway, like mm-hmm. where people are exploiting her, but like it's not good. Yeah. So, so I, I once now I learned, what is TikTok? This is uh, no, it's Morgado good. It's good it that you don't know. Does Morgado have it on his app. Would you say? <laughs> does he have the app on his phone? I would love to there's see Morgado shirtless doing you know TikTok. <laughs> I bet you. He I does. would say there's a forty percent chance that he has it. Only forty percent because. It's not just photo based. You have to do like singing or fit, pretending to sing. Yeah, it's like it's what I've it's been like, doing. It's on like Instagram. karaoke. It's uh, like, it's like you're, lip like my, you're lip syncing exactly. But, like, but does it like link it up somehow? Like it like because it, it looks kids, convincing. So it's really good. It's, Some of the kids are just really good. Okay, and what they've been using it a lot too, like in the stuff I do, is like newer. Yeah, newer stars will go out there. Like uh, you know, I'm working with a young singer yeah. now, and she basically just goes and makes videos for her fans doing her songs to basically get the engagement. Yep. So some another young kid will yeah. go and, you, like, and do wow. a TikTok of that Yo, song. Yo, you see people even as big, like Cardi B. Yeah, there's, has like, every, it's big, yeah. Um, 
the the Drake thing with the uh, in my feelings. Yes, like that wasn't TikTok, but it might as well. It's yeah. the same concept. So like now getting would all these people be, to do it. Be sued for the people that gotten run over by cars for doing that no, dance. I know. Oh shit! Danny Lee is not doing badly because of that. So no, props true. Up. All right, uh, what's the last stage, Jeff? Um, 1996, my own band went through the crowd <laughs> like a hot knife through butter, and oh, I never did it again. It. I've never, de- I've never <laughs> since dived, dove, divin. I've twenty-three years stage dive free. I've never do- dove for another band. Damn, mm. okay. I'm a big. I've always been a big dude. I did it no, once because I was like, true. "This is gonna be cool. I'm gonna like jump on the do crowd it. while everyone yeah. is singing. You're gonna dude, do like the a killing time. Ni- yeah. yeah, yeah. Anthony Kil- Anthony Comanelli is not stage diving. It's just, <laughs> no, no. Dude hasn't done that since like 1991. Yeah. Not a good look. Went right through, and I was like. Then you have the ignominy of like having to get back onto the stage. Yeah. Like, yeah, just give yeah. me a minute. Yeah. I'm going to walk around. No, it's fine. I can't. I'm going to walk around. It's embarrassing. Last stage. I'm, I'm with Tom not since like the 90s. I'm too self-conscious oh. for stuff like that. Like I'm the dude who doesn't dress up for Halloween, so I'm not yeah. about to jump in right. to like then watch a YouTube yeah. video of myself flailing around, lose my keys, it must the be phone. So much like fun. I, a lot of it's, stuff it's goes really through my fun. head. I just, I'd rather it's just really watch it. I'm with Pat's for young kids. Let them do that shit. Lens, last time I staged up, it's... I have to think about it, uh, but it's been in the last, probably within the last year. No shit. Yeah, really? probably. Shelter? To, n- shelter? Oh, yeah, no, shelter. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I think it's shelter I staged of. You I were think. psyched. You yeah, were I was. The last good stage dive I had was uh, the 2012 Quicksand shows uh, when they first came back. Was that at uh, Wherever that, Music Hall Williamsburg or at Webster Hall? Uh, was it Webster Hall, the one in, in Manhattan? Yes. So the, I get there as they're about to start. And they start, and then and I hit. I walk in the uh, door and I hear them start. I just jump on the stage and flip off. And I did a nice dive. Did you walk to the point where somebody? I saw people I knew who were like, "You just got here. That was awesome. That's amazing. That was cool. So that was the last good dive. It's some. It's been bad diving since then. Can so. I ask Bob if he celebrates Beyond Planet Earth Shelter as well? Because that's one of my favorite Shelter records. Controversial. I don't. Christ. I don't. It's, it's such it's a good an one. interesting. It's the for scale, our dive. Yeah. You just said. I'm, it's Tom a hot references take. maybe. May, how often do you reference? The, I have the vinyl. The make a change. Like, yeah. Make a try. The, Every the, other episode. Yeah. yeah. But also like just in real life. Dude, the like, ska you did, song. You did it earlier today and we were like yeah. vibing on it. No, it's in I'm my head from there. Right, what's the that. one where I, I spent my birthday all along? That's, that's the one. That's that one. So we I, I joined back in when 20 Summers Pass. I like that. Uh, and and do you know the 2006 record? Yes. Dude. I like it. So you know on, on when 20 Summers Pass, the Not background vocals uh-huh. of Ray Kappos were done by Chris Connolly of Saves a Day. Oh, I did know that. He does all actually. the underlying the singing really? to make it sound like Ray can sing. They recorded that at Don Fury's. Yeah. What, what a yeah. fucking weird fucking world that is. Mm-hmm. At the time, though, not really, because no. Saves a Day was on EVR. So it makes a lot of sense. Again, dude, these are one of those things when you look at it in the, the, the frame, smaller box what it was. Yeah. It's, it's just wild to think that like, yeah. they're like, hey, buddy. Like you're at you Don Fury's and you're like, let's call Chris from Saves a Day need, to come. Yeah, sing. we need to like, yeah, like really, you know, build this up. Let's get Victory's expecting there. a good one on yeah. this. Yeah, that record wow. was pretty good though. It is a good record. Wow. Oh, I mean, definitely get in the van again, right? That, that in was, the van again. Hits. When twenty summers they got hits. They will pass. Yeah. <laughs> when twenty summers pass, they, they had that will. song about getting beat up in the van. Or yeah. am I? Or am I or is that better than a thousand? show in Buffalo? Show in Buffalo, yeah, that's one. Yeah. He got I beat think up in I want to sing. I want to do yeah, there's a version. A song about them they got beat, got beat up, up in Buffalo. In the van, though? No, like, but they had to get in the van. Huh. I think they had a rack. I, it's it's I, a tragic. You know, hold on, yeah, oh, oh, hold, on. <laughs> hold on. We're getting we're getting a we're getting a phone call that it might be Jermaine. Let's do it. Andy Rice, you're on Axe to Grind. Yes. Am I really on Axe to Grind right now? Yeah, you are. When's the last time you staged Dove? 
Last time with Sage was for Cro-Mags this last November. Yeah. I'm you over my own barricade. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Who's going to tell you no? Exactly. That's true. I, think it, I, I got a lot of mean uh, looks from, uh, from, my secu- from the security staff. <laughs> but that's it. Uh Thank you, Andy Rice. Uh, do, do you have anything that you want to say to our listeners before I hang up? Uh, Jay Reason and, and Andrew of Self Defense Fame are both in the house today. Uh, it's a kind of a meeting of the minds. You, you, you got anything you want to share? Uh, yeah, kids need to watch videos of the guys from Outbreak slash Cruel Hand stage diving. Yep, I so agree. They can learn how to stage dive. Jermaine to this conversation. 100%. Thank you very much. We love you, Andy. All right. He's not wrong. Those kids were great stage divers. Linkovich might and, be one of the best divers I've well, ever seen. And Clean Chris. Remember Clean oh, Chris? Clean who was Chris like, is unbelievable. Was with, those guys were the best. And that dude's like 50. Yeah. Maybe he's still really. out oh, he's there like stage diving. He's older. Yeah. Yeah. Great right. dude. Uh, some thoughts on pianos become the teeth. Oh, we've talked about this. I... Uh, the, the, yeah. It's kind of like a weird thing. That's why people ask these questions. Oh, really? We talked about okay. it. Okay, <laughs> very good. Right. Uh, I don't remember what episode might have been one of the patron. Might have been one of the Patreon ones. Love the Earth Crisis deep dive. By the way, patiently waiting for a converge one. Hmm, not a bad idea. Okay. That's a good one. You mentioned how PBTT pianos become teeth okay, yeah. have sort of disappeared from the conversation. I think the problem is how they are associated with the wrong bands from the beginning, like La Dispute and Touche Amore. If you think you if if I think if you listen to those records, they were way heavier than all of their counterparts, and they would have had a more fruitful trajectory trying to be the odd man out with the post metal bands. Hmm. I feel feel like those records were way closer to Russian circles than any of the other quote unquote wave bands they were lumped in with, and were also significantly better, especially with the weird their weird less aggressive stuff they are doing now. Cheers, Andrew. Thanks, Andrew. Uh. <laughs> uh, I don't agree that they're better, but I do. I see his point that that maybe that uh, the pivot there could have been to more of a Russian circle sort of world. Although uh, starting out, they, that was a screamo band, so I, I don't think that they could have played with any of those acts. Uh, uh, are they heavier? I don't know. Touche was a legit hardcore band, you know what I mean. So uh, I don't know if I don't know if pianos is heavier. Although maybe the tone, maybe the tone, the guitar tones are heavier. That's possible. Yeah. Uh, I uh, I don't know, you know, like this is a band that we said kind of had fallen off or maybe we didn't use that language, whatever the fuck. Uh, they're doing those Touche shows and all those shows are sold out. Uh, so that could be a matter of packaging. That could be maybe a bit of nostalgia or maybe people are excited and just they did want the right context to enjoy it again. You so know? here's my question because I think it's interesting. Let's say that was a decision. They decided, hey, we... We don't totally fit with Touche La Dispute, but we are friends with these bands. We think we fit enough. Mm. Um, so we're going to do that as opposed to the other. Uh, you two were in a band, are in a band, who has True. often found yourselves as the odd fit band. Oh, yeah, but you say. often, right, have chosen to, you've chosen these lanes to pair in. Do you ever look back and go, hmm, Maybe we should have been trying to be the aggressive band with less aggressive bands as opposed to the seen as like the odd fit non-aggressive band playing with hardcore bands. Right. The twee band with Cruel Hand. As opposed to the Cro-Mags with Tiger's Jaw. Even though you played, you did tours with both of those bands. We have a personality problem. 
Mm. We, we you look ha- like Jimmy Neutron right now. <laughs> yeah, is my hair wild? Yeah. Um, I think Andrew will... I had t- my hair like that at breakfast the other morning because I just wet yeah. my hair and it was up. And I go, Amanda, you, do you not look at my... Well, you got to tell me if I got something wacky because I don't look at That's myself. That's like a social contract you have with your partner. And you got to like, any food, she just any said, hair. Fucking- it looked fine. You looked normal to me. I was like, yeah, all right. <laughs> it's fine. Um... So everybody in the room knows me. Uh, yeah. Most of you know Andrew. Uh, there's not like a goonish thing to us at all. Yeah. but Unless the discharge song hits just right. Yeah. <laughs> just right. But as, a, as human beings, as a band, uh, we... The, the indie sort of energy mm. is in, doesn't work with us well because when i said <laughs> you chose to be the not aggressive band yep. your face looked you're like hurt like what do you mean not aggressive motherfucker well i'm ag- we're aggressive as fuck i think i really anybody that's seen us if you don't yes. if you don't think that it's uh aggressive you're weird uh it is it is it is it soft i mean to, I, yeah this is yeah wow. this is what happens with self-defense plans in the <laughs> place they're not they're not twee pop uh we uh First thing, we make everybody mad. We're not good tour partners because we, we we got personality problems. Like straight up, like th- there's members of my band that are we're just dislikable people. Like mm. and we all like each other. Yeah, I like how he says members of my band, not including himself. In <laughs> no, I, I mean, think I'm, he is. He I'm, is inc- I'm including myself. Yeah. Yeah. Difficult personalities. We got some terminally dislikable people. Like sure. personality disordered. Like yeah, just like you know, like where everybody is a good person. There's not there's not one not good person, but there's several people that you're just like, damn, this motherfucker's a dick. We do. You know, we need to make shirts that say that self defense, <laughs> a band for the dislikables and the disliked. Yeah, I mean, and, and like you know, it's it's uh, so you can't put us with uh, you can't put us with Vampire Weekend and expect anything good. You know what I mean? Like it, it's and we're not we're not an attaboy band. You know what I mean? There's no like getting off stage and uh, 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 the other our support slot gets off stage and we we're like killer. You yeah. know what I mean? That's never happened once. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So so like would you oh, do a vampire weekend watch. tour? Yeah, why not? But but like it, you won't. Oh, all right. Yeah, got go ahead. No, so self defense would not go for Weezer, but you would go. This for is the question. Boat rock. Give it to him. Self defense gets offered two k a night. East Coast ten days. Opening direct support for Weezer in stadiums. Do you do it? No. Okay. Yeah. Five grand. No, I don't think this. It's not about money. Stop it! Stop it! Twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, there's a threshold of money where because for him he says no. I say no under any circumstances. You're a liar. You're a liar. You're a liar. (laughs) Fuck out of here. Twenty thousand a night, meaning you're. We're gonna personally guarantee you come home. Yeah, I could buy a house after. Yeah. So, so here's the deal. Because you don't like (laughs) their fucking Toto cover. You got enough enough money to buy people in your life to not ask you about this fucking horrible thing you did. (laughs) Right. So, so here's my. Oh, you think this dude's gonna have a problem talking about a thing? Mm. No, I pull a gloss. Uh, That's what I do. I, I, I I I get the offer. I I maybe throw it out to everybody. everybody. I get get the the, offer. Maybe, maybe I even, maybe I even 
uh, bump it up. Bump exactly. it. I, yeah. I argue yeah. a little bit. See if we can't get, get it a to little a, more. To a, oh, you only offer me twenty five a show. Maybe we need right. thirty. Yeah. And then when I get to the highest that I think I can get out of them, then in writing, put it I, I get it in writing, and then I, then I then I then I receipt core the fuck out of this, <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and uh, receipt core trademark. <laughs> right, and, <laughs> and, and they and the so here's the way it works. The pa- the power party never wants to get in the dirt with you. They're never going to argue. They're never going to say, wait a second, you fucking bothered us for that number. And we agreed yeah. to it because we like you. And then you're fucking dragging you put us, us on blast. The yep. They're never going to say that because yep. they don't want to get into the shit with you. They just say, oh, let this motherfucker do his thing. Yeah. So our best move here is to step back quietly. Right. So, so I'm taking, I, I'm receipt, I'm receipt and Weezer. That's what I'm doing. Call out, <laughs> call out on Weezer. Where do you think it do gets it. you? Where do you think if you receipt Weezer, do you personal get, satisfaction? No, nobody no. gives a fuck. <laughs> nobody true. on earth gives yeah, a fuck. Like you're not filling fun. two thousand caps after this. No, shit. that's a cool. That's it only cool hurts. New self def- we got, that's the other self defense shirt. One is it the uh, a band for dislikables and the disliked. Mm. The other is a fake contract offer from Weezer oh, nice. with you handwriting no deal self defense fan. <laughs> and on the back it says it only hurts. Have, have, <laughs> has, it only hurts. Has anybody has anybody been paying attention to the Wicca phase stunt? No. No. He stunted on Pitchfork. Did he? He gets the email back from Pitchfork that's, hey, man, I'm trying to get some traction on this. Because re- he's obviously hit him and said, hey, what about that review? The, you know, does it look like it's going to happen? And the response back is, hey, man, I got to be honest with you. I'm trying to get some traction in the office, but just uh, nobody here really likes it or wants to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm the only one. And so he just puts that on shirts and sells out of that's them. Sells out of them. Yo, that's the move. That's it's, like, yeah. it's like, yo, that's more That's than, better than the review. That's more yeah, than yeah. Pitchfork has Way done better. for anybody yep. in 10 years. You Way know what better. I mean? Like, yo, you just helped. So uh, I love that. All right. I got, I got a long one from Ace, and then I think Tom's got yeah. something. Good morning. <laughs> I often find myself mulling over what I consider to be, quote unquote, trans- transitional years within hardcore. What sets off the new era for X amount of years and what factors into said transition outside of hardcore? Someone really likes baseball here. Yes. For example, hyper-melodic Amazing Core of the early to mid-2000s was decimated because of the arrival of the TUI demo. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. I assume this was similar to the arrival of AN in the early 2000s in regards to the death of the youth crew look and vibe of the mid to late 90s. Yes. Yes. Sort of, although AN was... uh, AN was birthed from that scene. Yeah. AN was billed as X 10-yard fight and their singer was the TYF roadie. And Tim was in 10-yard fight. Yes, correct. And to my my ear, that's metal youth crew. Do you know what I mean? Like that's it, what that is. Killed, but he's it he means the vibe, vibe in the look. Okay, yeah. right. But also, uh, Right Brigade started to morph it into a harder thing, and so all of a sudden, instead of looking into Rev and Youth Crew, yeah. it was let's look at New York hardcore. Okay, and then An came and kind like of like in yeah. Connecticut, always felt like everybody just discovered uh, Age of Quarrel. All yes, of a sudden. right, right. And it was like, <laughs> all right, here yeah. you go. This is, yeah, good. this is good. That and Judge. Yes, I know you guys have touched on this before conceptually. My questions. Number one, what do you think the current, for lack of a better term, stereotype is? What's the current thing? What band of or bands have created this, and what was it a response to? An even more fun question is what do you think is next? Um, What's the current? That. What's the current? There is the none. current is sh- shifting. Yeah, there, sh- there, we're there, in the shift right now. Right. We, we, there, we think, just left the... I was uh, going to say Democore. 
Nope, I, wrong. Democor is always bubbling now. Ah, uh, you say that, but there was a moment where Not that's all the kids were about. Yeah, but it's been a long time. There's yeah, always maybe, the way. Maybe but two that's years, like but if you believe that, like, if you think that locking out was the most popular thing when mm. it was hot. Yeah, that's was the version of Democor right at the moment. It got bigger than a lot of forms of Democor, but it wasn't huge with everyone. It only no, had its crowd. The big thing was heavy hardcore. At that the time, was, right? No, right now. Oh, you think like, so? It's just ending. We're in a transition out of it. Oh, that's interesting. We're in a transition out of where Code Orange was on top, and it became acceptable for heavy beatdowns. Well, we might be having two different thing. conversations because definitely that's what's filling rooms. And uh, that we... The, so, so well, I think it's filling rooms, but it's also, you, you're forgetting, it's not ju- it wasn't just filling rooms. When I Am King came out, Code Orange played high on United Blood. No, for sure. Too, and the talk know? was there at the time. But by the time Forever came around, I'm not sure that the talk... Was, the sales no, were there. No, the the d- rooms were full. Tom different. and I went, the rooms were full. But, different. But what I'm saying is that the... The talk, I'm do, I'm going by talk. I'm, yes, I, yeah. I, let's I, go. What's the talk? Because you're right when you say like, uh, uh, locking out. Like, Trust kill was speak. definitely bigger. You know what I mean? Or Trust kill was bigger. Bridge nine was bigger. 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 All yeah, that stuff for was sure. bigger. I'm going by talk. You yeah. know what I mean? Which it, totally different things. It's a good point. But uh, the talk, I think, was demo core up until about two years ago, maybe. And now I'm not, I don't know what, what the what talk demo is. core are you talking about? Because I'm talking about I'm all the Mosher's delight and all but of that the, was that's that's like saying all, stick together was the biggest band of 2012. No, but I'm you talking about I mean? like my circles, which is not yep. that mm-hmm. was all we're the reaction to that where we're irritated by that. Sure. That was the conversation. You know what I mean? It can was. Can you name a thing that came out on Mosher's Delight? No one. Tom? The no, people in the bands can't. But Delight. it's no. live tapes and like they did some demo stuff. It's guys from DC area. What, I, like, yeah. Everything you're saying, right? I don't even know what yeah. Democore is. I have no fucking. That's idea. the problem. Is Democore is always a teaming thing. It's something that evolves over the years. It's what's a Democore? Let's, demo let's pull up. Would you say? Uh, current Democore's IOU record. Some of the Florida plead to your case type stuff. Construct. Is that jinx. just like all live on band? Advanced kind of thing. Okay, like, Democore right now. IOU records. Pleader case, advanced perspective. 86? A little bit 86. So is this- but they're also doing records too. Um, <sighs> Democore is the team. Streets of Hate. Yeah, Streets of Hate. Democore is the guy who said, I prefer the demo. I'm always looking for the new demos. Yo, that is a larger group of people into hardcore who are always looking for something new. But Democore is more specifically something I'd use to describe people who are only looking for that new, new. And once it gets. No, Once like, the fruit is ripe, they're less yeah. interested in it. Yeah, and right. and, and, yeah. and the reason that like saying can you name one is tough because the point of the whole exercise kind of, is yeah. that it basically temporary. it breaks and that's up something after that kills yeah, you. Right. right. So to me, it's like amazing core or whatever. Like that's a silly one to use. But like, let's do this. An was so big. It shifted things, right? No debate. Right? Like, whether you loved it or you hated it or you liked it, but you weren't in on the change. Yeah, you're, no, you know, no I mean, musically and vibe especially. And I vibe like and all that. Bands changed because of them. And there's a wave. So so let's do this. Um, AN came after the like late 90s youth crew revival kind of stuff. Sure. AN came, and they definitely were from that world, but they're like, we're going to do our own thing. And they changed yeah. it up. They were doing tours with Converge, and they were okay with it, yeah. and it broadened the spectrum. So then that... Then you could say, if you want to follow it along, you could go, look, Locking Out and then the more straightforward hardcore stuff because Locking Out was part of something that wasn't just Locking Out. There were bands like Half Heart were distinctly not Locking Out. Yeah. There were bands, the Rivalry Records, West Coast thing, Modern the more modern, yeah. Modern Life is War, I put more in with AN. They followed to that the makes mo- sense. that. Because sure. AN Bane, 
uh, that kind right, of thing. Right, but I'm saying time frame. I'm but time frame, yeah. But like from 03, 04 to 07, there's this wave of more like a return to more straightforward sounds and it's a mix, but it's there. Then, and I think Ace, you might have used the wrong term for Amazing Core, but it's okay. Uh, more melodic stuff. 2008, eight nine, Trapped Under Ice comes along and just smashes that. Yes. So like still, so we did what I consider an amazing core kind of staple record in that. What what was the with honor was like 100%. We've that's been a band that that's literally been, I mean, you never hear about that. Gigantic. So I'll tell you, we did the EP in a full length for them. And I mean, it was, this was when you could literally, you know, um, ship five, 10,000 of something. I mean, we, you know, it was insane. We sold so many of those things to the point where, um, if you know a little bit of history about us with the Stillborn and Victory Records yep. and without getting yeah. into that whole thing, Victory Records literally came to With Honor and signed them as like a like, yep. hey, hey want to like, yeah. wow. Yeah, you know, so when I think of Amazing Core, I mean, that was like unescapable, you know, like yeah. it's... So Amazing Core... I, I guess depending how you talk about no, it. Right? No, you're, no, With Honor falls clearly. Let's define Amazing Core. Um, amazing Core, there was a time on the internet when people would describe things as this is amazing. Yeah, oh, right. this is so amazing. Yeah. And that was described, that was used for AN. That was used for things that were epic beyond words. And so people with a lacking vocabulary would say, this is so amazing. And it it was music that was more epic. Modern Life is War, definitely. With Honor, definitely. There's things like verse, what feeds the fire, Going kind along. of fought in. But there's like, they're, they're like levels of it. Have heart. Somebody might call it amazing court. It's close uh, enough. I mean, it was definitely called that in my circles for sure. Close enough. Yeah. It's close enough. Uh, verse definitely, but like that's the parsing. I, me, I go verse leaned more into it. Half heart as they got bigger because of the live, the way people emoted yeah. during it, it certainly falls into that. And so you can be nice and call it killing the dream. That's vein of things. Certainly. Yeah, that's how I've always Ruder, it, right? You know, like. But Trapped Under Ice comes around and stomps that For out. sure. Yeah. Now, what happened from there was the heavier hardcore stuff got more acceptable. You had kids who were maybe their heaviest thing before was like the breakdown demos or Outburst or Killing Time. And now they're going, nah, but what about Demise? And what about mm-hmm. Marauder? And what about... And then where do you go from there? And right. what, what, I mean, in your age range, right? Yeah. When you were a kid, 1989, 1989, you were a kid then, you were right, I was, yeah. I was 98, 99, child, yeah. shows that you were going to, Yep. what kids there would listen, were listening to fucking Master Killer? No. Nobody. No, no, nobody. But now, now the, those the same, same type of shows. type of kid would list like fucking mm-hmm. Salutes Marauder. Definitely. But at the time, like nobody, like, like, Master it. Killer was heavy metal when I, yes. we were going I, to I, shuttles. I, I yes. think the fact that- Biohazard. Metal. metal. Yeah. The fact that kids nod to All Out War- it, it is yeah. when that was decidedly a different animal. Andrew and I probably have you probably did sound from all more all out war shows. I've done sound for every band you guys have ever talked about. <laughs> uh, but but all out war was one hundred percent a different beast. Yes. Th- th- than you know anything. I that, mean, think about all those bands. Of Blood for Blood was a different beast. Now yeah. every fucking kid likes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or they did. Or at they the time. would. Yeah. Or, yeah. Um. So so let's go through that. So Ty kind of stomps yeah. that stuff out. No no no. And then it gets acceptable to be heavier. Uh-huh. And then something like Code Orange comes and goes, oh, shit. You thought that was heavy. Here we go. Yeah. Thud, thud, we. And so there was the metalcore revival and the heaviness. So that's been going. But I think that has been like people have gotten tired of it. Mm. And so I would say the things that have been the recent you know, thing were heavier hardcore 
Big Room Hardcore and Metalcore Revival. And those things aren't necessarily ending, but they're evolving. I think the Metalcore Revival stuff is going to further extremes, and people are like, yes. yeah, what about 18 Visions Vanity? 100%. What about like the Wrist Meets Razor, CU Space yep. Cowboy version? Yep. That's the next. Yeah. And also, I'm telling you, there's a, there's a big wave of the more straightforward hardcore stuff coming. There's a bunch of it. I heard a record that'll be out sometime this year that sounds like Four Walls Falling, Vision, and maybe like hints of Louis. Wow, that's stuff. cool. And it sounds, it sounded so fucking fresh and good. Young kids? Uh, young kids. Young no, fuck. Well, I mean, look Unbelievable. at one, one Step Closer. Yep. They don't sound like, you know they're, what I mean? They're like, they're like half heart. They sound like that. But awesome. like more, like a straightforward half heart. When but, you wonder too how many younger kids are going through, again, like look at our age. Yeah. They have kids who are probably in some of these bands going through demos and stuff that weren't necessarily like, you know, because for all the marquee bands there yeah. were, there were a hundred supporting acts oh, yeah. and all of these things that have been that written away at a time. Yeah, of course. You know, that kids like them go discover this demo that, like you said, you've never heard of a record that when it came out and our group was like, that's so shot. And now right. all of a sudden we're like, what the this fuck? Is the yeah, I'm like, wait, thing I mean, you know, what happened? The younger group of kids in Connecticut who yeah, have like I mean, the Connecticut yeah. hardcore like Google Drive of like, oh, here's the break phase. So, so demo. like, yeah, so I, I want to hear love like, yeah. like Dead of, wow. Kyle Dead at Birth is like a dude who. Literally, like I see him and I buy his zines because you know, and I always, I always say to him, I'm like, dude, I wish my band was cool. Because again, like yeah. it's so cool that a young kid like that, you know, Cornerstone, Dismay, all these bands were so awesome in our world that right. people never. I mean, Cornerstone is 25 years yeah, ago. And they had one record oh. that no one has ever heard. It but it's fucking, fucking great. Yeah. 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 Or like Dismay, Rest in PC. And I mean, it was right. such an interesting band that like, yes. it's unfortunate that you can't get this stuff on streaming, that it's cool that a little, that yeah. a kid like Kyle's like, yo, let me make this This record's older thing. than me. Yeah, it's great. So fucking cool. Uh but Bob, do you think that that's the zeitgeist though? Like, what? or will be? What? Will, will what? be right? Right no, now, no, we, we, we all agree. I think it's gonna get weirder. I think there's gonna be a slight return to more melodic, but it's gonna get weirder because there's a twist of what's going on. There's there's also the world where like, what does the next Turnstile record sound like? <laughs> right, right. But okay. like, there's also like, yo, not for nothing. This Angel Dust record, which I don't know how I, I haven't even really listened to it, but like. I don't think I'm lying if I call it 1996 to 98 alt pop adjacent. It, it's just no, it's weird not. to me too that bands can pull, like I'm not dissing Angel Dust no, or any of these no. bands, but like I'm just going to use my band here as a reference. Yeah. Like we took a huge shot doing our record, did a ton yes. of stuff, very different. Whereas like now if we release that same sort of record in 2019, kids would be like, that's so yeah. great. It's different and right. it's this but cool thing. And like, we'd be playing with like run for cover bands and all this other right. shit. We're back then. You know, dude, minus the few hardcore bands that stuck by us and sure. took us out, dude, nobody wanted to play with us. You know, we were lucky. Data, remember, took us out, and we were like, right. fuck, I wonder what a second distance record would have looked right, like right, with those right. dudes. You know, they're playing with fucking, yeah. they're bigger than ever. So it's, yeah. it's just that funny how acceptable, like Bob says, like a lot of that too, you think like, is it because those dudes are cooler and everybody wants to seem cool? You right. know, like yeah. locking out was like, I love those dudes. And, you know, I don't want to like mistalk anything. I no, think those right. guys are great. But dude, a lot of the things that they acted and said on stage I mean dude a lot of those dudes would come and ask me questions about auditing their label and finding it like, yeah. like you know the total opposite of, of what course, that shit was course. about and yeah. like you know I would tell those dudes like yo go after a and d deal at Rev like you know and these were things that they weren't going around telling like that they asked the dude from the distance you know dude I, I no, prided myself on always You're being like the weirder yeah. outcast dude of that course, people don't course. like but yeah. it's just funny because a lot of that is like if it was nah. a different band, would people still care or wouldn't it care? Do you know that? No. that well, we had a talk. I, yeah. Pat and I, Pat Flynn and I, had a mm -hmm. conversation about this when, when he for some reason thought the, he was curious to see how the half heart reunion would I don't go. Know why he would think that? And he was like, "Yeah, I'm not 100 percent sure. It's, yeah. it's so much different yeah. now. Like he's like, you know, 
10 years ago. 10 years is a fucking lifetime. Yeah. Well, so, and think like, about it. The they, stuff that goes now wouldn't go back then. And Kids yes. don't even stay in hardcore for 10 years. Yeah. No, and, and, and you wonder, like, is it engaging enough? Is this stuff moving so quick? So that's the other impact is the way things move is hardcore enough to keep someone engaged. Are we fucking weird dinosaur shit brains to be listening to loud guitar music in our late 30s, 40s? <laughs> Definitely. You know? But, but yeah. here, here's... And ha- are, is that the way kids' brains are going to work? Are they going to go, oh, this was fun. Oh, yeah, that was a thing. Yep, next. I think that Turnstile kind of illustrates a weird point. I don't hear very much trying to be Turnstile. And normally, it used to be that when you had something big, everything followed in its wake right. wanting to be it. But I don't see too many turnstiles. And maybe I'm not looking. No, but but I, that's what I'm saying. I think it's going to be interesting to see, like, out of all the stuff, like, again, look at what's considered hardcore in, you know, 2019 to us that yeah. 10 years ago, even, we would have been like, come on, dude. Exactly. There's no, yes. or, you know, I would have been sending Tom, like, this dude's this like, yeah. come on, this is crazy, you know? Right. But it's just, I think, you know, listen, man, the younger the scene gets, like, you know, uh, the more they're exposed to things over time. And it's just going to eventually be like, Right. Marauder is the same as Gorilla Biscuits yeah. is all like as, piece. Yeah, it's, it's, there's no fall off. Yep. Yeah, see it's all one thing. To me, yes, and that's the the idea. The word hardcore definition has broadened so much, and that's not to say good or bad or indifferent. It's just that it has because of the passage of time. Right, right. and, cool. and like you either roll with that and you're like, yeah, that's cool, or you you seem like an actual fossilized piece of garbage. <laughs> like, yeah, I also think people need to be honest and say. Most of the musicians in our scene are not clever enough to do the same thing and make it interesting. So better that they do something right. different because because yeah. if everybody was trying to do, you, you yeah, know. I mean, how many you can only do you know hate breed style or Madwall style so many times? I listen. I think it's cool that kids are writing and adding all kinds of weird. Stuff. Okay, so this was the second part, which is very interesting. I wish I'd read it before I st- we started answering. Two in each transitional time period. Do you think anything going on in society at large had a factor on the change in our subculture? For sure. <sighs> yes, but some of these, like, did 9-11 impact hardcore? Not really. No. Like, it did like impact a, the Forrest Gump sequel, apparently. <laughs> did it? Did you read? No. Did I know nothing about this. Has anyone followed this? No. no. This is, Does got... Forrest blow up some buildings? No. <laughs> yeah, because... But, no, here... Oh, oh, so... They had to scrap the whole it thing. It comes out, the sun does have AIDS. The, oh. the son has oh, AIDS. Yes. Okay. He's okay. got AIDS. Um, he ends up ballroom dancing with Princess Diana. Okay. <laughs> Let's stop it here. And then it goes very Rambo. Yeah. <laughs> no, but here's... So then he moves to Oklahoma, becomes friends with this Indian woman. Barry okay. Sanders. Did he go to Oklahoma? University of Oklahoma. Okay. He's becomes, so he meets her for lunch every day. He's waiting on a park bench. The Oklahoma City bombing happens while Whoa. he's sitting there. <laughs> and his friend, dude, watch this video. Like, it's the guy that wrote the script, and he was like, then 9 11 happened. We couldn't do it. Wait. And I was like, what can, the fuck? Can I ask a stupid question? In, in Forrest Gump, it's established that the sun it, it is not developmentally delayed, right? Correct. I think. Yes, they try to say, they basically frame it Forrest like, has the that, sun's smarter than Forrest now. Yeah. Well, Forrest has you that moment. Haley Joel Osment? <laughs> Haley Joel. Forrest yeah. has, it's actually a touching moment. Anybody that low rates Forrest Gump is a scumbag. Good movie. So, Great movie. soundtrack. T- touching yes. moment where Forrest Gump says, is he like me? Yeah, and, it's and, crying. And, That's and, a hard oh, moment. Oh, oh. oh, I'm getting verklempt. Yeah. So, yeah. the, the, the uh, I know. but oh. here's the thing. The sequel 
does that work if he's not developmentally delayed? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I know, like, no. It's only cute because he has no concept of like yeah. the gravity of the situation right. he's in. Right. Yeah, yeah like, that's like, actually worse. If you knew worse. you were a witness to history, that, that, that's no longer a good story. No, what about the, the sequel? The sequel is miserable. So then Haley Joe Osment, the kid, is left with his father who's developmentally disabled, yeah. right? And his mother just died of AIDS. Yep. And you're and dealing he with the fact you got AIDS, yeah. And now we're going to do like a happy-go-lucky romp through the next 20 years. Can of I history? read one yeah. of the wild Fuck. quotes from this? Please. Please. Yeah. In the video in, video interview above, Roth lays out some de- uh, delay details about his script, none of which sound very good. <laughs> it was going to start with Forrest's little boy having AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> and people wouldn't go to class with him in Florida. What does oh it sound God. good? We had a funny sequence where there were desegregation busing in Florida at the same time. So people were angry about either the busing or their kids having to go to school with the kid who had AIDS. Oh so there's a big conflict. And then the writer says, I'm not sure what's funny about that sequence, but hey, what do I know? <laughs> what do you know? Other tidbits from Roth's script include Forrest becoming a ballroom dancer and dancing with Princess Diana, and somehow ending up in the back of O.J. Simpson's white Ford Bronco. Uh, during I would have liked to awesome. see. I'm so in. Yeah. I would have liked to see. Song for Dance with, with Princess Diana, Dirty Diana. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, and there's some implications. Well, yeah. Then you see... The son, like Harry, like yeah, Harry looks. He exactly meets like on it. a bus. <laughs> he meets on a bus a Native American woman and finds his calling as a bingo caller on a reservation. This, this is, is so movie. racist. No, this and is a great movie. It's so real. And the big event in that, which you could see, was diminished only in tragedy, aka 9/11. I guess because it's the same tragedy. But oh, every day he'd go wait for his Native American partner. She taught nursery school at a government building in Oklahoma City, and he I was like sitting on the bench. I want to see it. And he was sitting on the bench waiting for her to have lunch, and all of a sudden the building behind him blows up but he stays sitting in the bench he's unaffected by the blow up um according to roth he turned the script in on september 10th 2001 (laughs) i thought about this today because i drove past green light this today i you can make a comic yeah this is like gremlins too um (laughs) driving down to pick you up uh on the upper east side i drove down through the bronx and drove past new yankee stadium and i realized i haven't been to the new stadium last time i was at the old stadium September 10th, 2001. No wow. shit. Red Sox, Yankees, yeah. I got wild. At the time, the woman I was seeing was teaching some kind of like, uh, you know, the tutoring service. And I was like, uh, what I would do a lot during that time period, I'd jump on the six, go up to the Bronx and sure. just get a ticket outside from somebody right, for like 20 could. bucks. Yeah, right. Yeah, it was great. Wow. Stadium this year. Uh, yeah, let's go. Let's do it. Yeah, I decided to stay in New York for another year. I'm committing to going to a ton of games. Yes. You're going to, Field, You're going to be good. Anybody? City Field? No. We'll go. We'll go. go. I've never been actually. I would go. It's the the better of the two stadiums. Is that right? Yes. I'm really sad. I never went to Shy. I never. No. No. I feel sad. Well, now the the Mets are doing a Netflix type subscription service that for thirty nine dollars a month you can go to any game, but you you're not (laughs) promised a seat. Fuck. Yo. Uh, standing room only. See, if that was the Yankees, like if that was Yankee Stadium, I'd do that because just standing anywhere in the the building is a great seat. Well, that's, yeah, and then yeah. like if it's not crowded, I mean, the Mets games won't be that crowded. You could grab a seat, Has throw that, a fucking fiver to a usher, and you know. Have they renovated Dodger Stadium? No, no. Okay, so it's so <laughs> charming. It's so, so perfect. So let me it's say perfect. this: uh, we, mi- we might have talked about it on this podcast. That is a nightmare for your back. It's an uncomfortable hellhole, <laughs> yeah. etc. Right? It's built for people half our size, right? Not you, maybe. but it's yeah. it's. I love it compared to so good. to compared to Petco, which is Never went to Petco. which is like going right, to the movie theater that has the giant seats and yeah, you kick yeah. the thing up <laughs> and it, and it's nobody is watching the game like at all. Angel you know Stadium I mean? is right in the middle of those two, both geographically and also in quality, because it feels like it's comfortable. 
but it feels like you're in the most sterile place yes. in the whole world. <laughs> Weirdly, I have been to there and have no idea what game I watched because I guess I didn't care. <laughs> I, I've begun working in a weird way on my list of all the sporting events I've been to because mm-hmm. that's just fun. I don't remember them all, but uh, there's some good ones. Like I'm like, oh, I did go see the Nets and the Magic in 2000. <laughs> oh, I guess so. Uh, I have been to a Marlins game for $7 or whatever it was. I want to yeah. go to the new Marlins stadium. It looks fucking wacky. Yeah. All right, do we got we got time for one more? Yeah, you know what? I accidentally deleted it, so you might I be able to it. see if it's still on your phone because I, I deleted sure it on mine. Sorry, I got gotcha. you. I'll do it. Sorry, Mike. We got Lawson. one more one more round of the non-core. <laughs> Mike is our our MVP. Uh, what the hell is this? Oh, what the hell is this question? The cupping? <laughs> no, we'll do this one. This is a <laughs> weird one. I saw a lady who had just come from a cupping thing the other day. Mm, it looks like no painful. It looks weird, yeah. But it's supposed to be good for your circulation. No. Yeah. Right. I don't buy it. Yeah, I would do it. I don't I'll know. do any weird shit like that. Just, yeah, why just not? throw it. We're going to go on a road it. trip. We want to do that? Yeah. Have you done ear candling, yes or no? I have. No, no, but I would. No, I, I would do that. I did it every every President's Day for like four years in a row. Really? Does it, so how much stuff is coming out? It's pretty impressive. Yeah. It's gross. It's weird. Stuff in my ears. Pissed on. Okay. Maybe this is a Tom-specific question. Oh, I read this one. It's Yeah, I got nothing. But I saw the reform pissed on last night. Show was actually pretty good, despite some fucking awful shirt and shit, including a guitarist wearing acid-washed jeans and a crushed velvet shirt. I'm with that. They always seem typo adjacent. And while I've never been to Lemoore's, they look like what I imagine the most also-ran Lemoore's bands would look like. Fuck. Any feelings from Tom? Henry has a killer voice, great guitar tone, too. Alistair. Thanks, Alistair. Pissed On is a heavy metal band from Staten Island, New York. The band released two albums in the 1990s. They split up in 2001, but announced a reunion in 2015. I have nothing. Never seen them. Associated Acts. Typo negative, and that's it. Interesting. Weird. I don't know anything about that. I got nothing. I know the name. They were definitely like... I'd go to like, you know, go see wherever the fuck show, like Leeway there, and they'd be like, oh, Pissed On's playing here on a Thursday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) God, I'm trying oh, to that nope. band. Yeah, I'm I wasn't going. <laughs> well, yeah, I saw it on a flight. Talk Andrew, about can you remember also... what that would have been for Ted shows upstate? Who was on? Who? Clay whose people. Name? Oh, Clay people. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. For sure. Clay people. All right. Uh, do you... treat treaty, which I've tried so hard to find. Treaty treat... doesn't exist on the internet. No, none of that should exist on the internet. So, so treaty was a band that used like I remember it, seeing them on every. Flight. It was like a, it was like a heavy act, but like used tribal drums and a didgeridoo. Yeah, and, 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 yeah, and, yeah, and like everybody had dreadlocks down to their assholes. Yeah. It, it was <laughs> fucking a thing. So uh, they were going for like sepultura roots style, but I don't. They're probably contemporaneous of that thing. Yeah, yeah. Mid-90s. like you wow. certainly these dudes could not have started growing this hair. Like yeah, you know, they were they were sure, like sure, sure. Night. you know who I feel like is a New York band, but is what you're thinking? Mm. Crisis. Yeah. Oh yes, yes, 100%. yeah, 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 yeah. Had Crisis yes. on it. Yes, yes. that's right. very distinctive. That area, though, Albany. That Albany sound was like that. Crisis could have been enshrined into our oh, Hall of Fame. Yeah. 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 yeah, they were on everything. Yes, yeah. All right, we've got two more. I got Mike to resend the questions. Elon Musk pedo. All right, I heard about this a lot. Okay. Those who don't know, we, we did a Patreon episode, Patrick and I, driving home from Boston. We also recorded an episode driving up in the car and then did a several-hour episode with Pat Flynn and then spent the entire time talking to Pat Flynn. So by that point, you can hear our voices are both shredded <laughs> and we're like this, uh, and driving through shitty Western Mass. But uh, I had to stop the episode and write the email immediately because Pat butchered the details on the Elon Musk oh, situation. Damn. Sorry. Although this literally feels like ancient history now. Mm. Okay, so here's the timeline. 
one boys soccer team and their coach get trapped in a cave in Thailand. <laughs> yeah. And Pat is correct. This does beg the question of how they got there or why, rather. Two, rescue <laughs> efforts begin and include a British diver who has some experience with cave exploration in the area. There's some really bad jokes right there, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Three, <laughs> this is all over the news and Elon Musk on Twitter jumps in to say he is going to build a mini submarine to get in the cave and take the kids out one at a time, which many people on Twitter were making fun of at the time and essentially called a useless PR stunt. Four, Elon Musk literally shows up at the cave in Thailand with his submarine and he's told that it's not needed. <laughs> Five, the British diver helps rescue the kids and at some point in an interview or something, he says that Elon Musk's submarine was a waste of time and would not have worked. Five, Musk gets... This is double fives. Okay, good. Six. Five A. He's, yeah, he said five and five. Six. Musk gets salty and calls the diver a pedo guy on Twitter, along with a video of someone testing out his submarine. I guess he called him a pedo just because the diver was in Thailand at all. <laughs> and, and, then gets, and then gets his dumbass sued. They're going to court next month. Okay, sorry. This was an essay. Love the podcast. Give me saying. So he didn't order. call the guy. Thank that you, was Lane. Very Lane. Poten- like potentially a pedo. A pedo. He called the other guy a pedo. He called the diver. The soccer, right. He the called so- the diver. The British diver. Yeah. Right. Call, yeah. so- soccer coach walked away from that yeah. one on skate. He's done. Yeah. <laughs> right. My understanding is the diver lives in a part of Thailand that is like world renowned for like Pedophilia. for pedo stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay. So okay. Yeah. Any videos so on those? Soccer team. I like you dreadlocks because you're from Albany. So, right. <laughs> uh, I I don't know. I have a lot of. Uh, I've done so much Southeast Asia video watching the yeah, last you're couple. On a list. <laughs> We're on some Khmer stuff. Yeah. And yeah. I uh, so the the reason was that Drug Church got an offer from Australia that we're like, oh, let's pair that with uh, Japan and Southeast Asia because we got offers mm-hmm. from there too. Great, perfect. Now it looks like the Australia offers not as it doesn't make Sexy. as much sense as, yeah. as we wanted. So we might pass on it. I don't know. Uh, but These fucking dudes. but when oh, I was, right. and we're gonna pass on a free trip to Australia. What but when I was looking at it, I was like, uh, I was like, damn, these. Cambodia is my pick, but also I've been to Thailand. It's cool. But I was like, damn, if I'm hanging out there a month, I know I'm walking into all the fucking pedo jokes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, fuck you. Like $3,000 plane tickets an hour. Yeah. <laughs> but, but like these places are cool. It's a pity that you can't like, I watched an interview with a guy, like an MMA dude that was like, he was getting uh, uh, questions. And one of them was like, Hey, is everybody over there a pedo? And he goes, no, dude, that's fucked up. Not, I'm here to train. Not everybody's a pedo. I'd say like less than a third are pedos. And I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like, that's still an incredible amount of human beings. <laughs> Holy shit. So, yeah, I would be walking into the worst jokes there. Okay, let's dive in. Last questions. We get to the non-core. Have you all ever done body cupping? You know what I'm talking about. They put cups on your skin and leaves these giant red marks on you for a while. What's that about? Blood circulation, right? Yeah, so, so far as I understand it. Who, who would do it? Who wouldn't do it? I'd do it. I'll do it. Yeah, no reason why not. I'll, I'll do anything. Can we bring somebody it. in to, to do it? Well, we're yeah. doing the podcast. Oh, That's what it probably feel. Oh, yeah. I strongly recommend everyone get their, get a Russian guy to whip your ass oh, with the yeah. oak leaves, for sure. <laughs> you go to the Russian bath? I love it. It's the best. Yeah, he's like a bath dude. Yeah. I want to do that, but I feel weird. No, you got to do it. You got it. It's give him the address. No, I know where it is. It's on 12th Street. Yeah. Right, 11th Street or something. So here's a weird thing. 
I have less than <laughs> zero interest in drugs, but I love a new physical experience. Of course. I love of course. anything that is like, like when I get the flu, now when I think about it, the flu can kill you. So I don't, yeah. I don't, Strep if, throat if, can if, kill if, you. if I'm, I had every uh, winter when I was a kid, uh, when I think about the flu, it's scary. But when I have the flu, I'm like, yo, this is a riot, man. All like, right. I'm Ooh. sick as fuck. Like, I'm delirious. I, yeah, like, yeah. I, this course is this gonna get. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I'm dripping. Uh, so we can do this is our, our our promo. We've got Diablo's Den. Yes. And we've got Overnight Drive. Yes. What is the uh, dude from um, who was living in Cambodia? The YouTube. No joke, Howard. Suggest. No joke, Howard. <laughs> Bring it into your life. Okay. Well, All right. Um, what the hell is hard water? It's got sulfur in it. There Water with sulfur in it, you can't get normal soap off. What temperature do you keep your home at? Seven, 72 plus. 69, bro. It's always freezing in my apartment. 67. By choice. Yeah, oh yeah, by choice. Yeah, 73. Yep. Yeah, 72. A, yeah. Are you an organ donor? No. Believe so. Yes. No. I don't know. Probably not. Swimming pool or ocean? Pool. Swimming pool. I'll take... People don't like this answer. I'll take the Gulf. I'll take the go- Jesus, dude. I'll you're take being, the, I'll take you're the taking, Gulf Coast. Okay, you're taking. <laughs> it's warm as fuck. An ocean. It's warm as fuck. It's an ocean. Yeah, ocean. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, no, I do ocean. Ocean. No, but but I'm saying people don't like Gulf air. Coast. Because you want you like the little waves. You yeah. want to just chill. You yeah. want. Bath I mean, water. I like big waves too, but I like how warm it is in that Gulf Coast. Gulf I'm Coast also, can be really Obviously, nice. I'm thinking like the most provincial motherfucker in the world because I could say Tahiti and that sounds great. But yes. I'm thinking like, oh, you know, staying America. I can only afford to get the yeah, Florida. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. I get to the Panhandle. I'll go big wave because I was in Florida yeah. a few weeks ago and it was real choppy and I was out there. Fuck. And I did one of those things where I got hit by a wave, and I came up, and I was real far from the beach. Yeah. And my thought was like, oh, yes. oh, oh this could be it, man. That might be something. You know, yeah, we, we consider it a birthright if you're from the shore. You lay in the fucking waves as they come down. Mm. It's, you just roll. You leave covered in scratches. Fucked up. It's the greatest feeling. No, it's the greatest. I, I'm, I'm with a big Sand up your ass. It's I'm great. with a big wave. I just like warm shit. I'm scared of sharks. Mm. Do you say play catch or have a catch? Dude, come on. Have a catch. Play catch. Play, yeah. Want to go have a catch? No, I never heard Yo, that. you want to play catch? It's not playing catch. Play I catch. mean, I don't do either. That's two verbs. Blows my mind that there are dumpster people sure. on this planet who say, have a catch. Whoa. Ooh. Hey, fuck you, Mike Lawson. I will never, <laughs> I was right the first time. I will never play catch with someone like that. What do you say? I've never said have a catch play, in my life. Play, yeah. play. play catch? Have a catch feels very UK to me. Maybe no, you're more I have a catch. I'm also Let's not. I'm not 11, so this has never. Yeah. Come, this hasn't come up in any recent time. A, yeah, Literally, we used to play catch on end of year tours, so well, it's fine. <laughs> I don't recall. Do you use Q-tips? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Sparingly. I mean, he doesn't use. No. no. Not in your ears. No, never. <laughs> Andrew, oh, it's bad, right? Andrew has a, Andrew has an ear thing. He won't like share your earbud for any mm-hmm. reason. Okay. Like he's got like a. He believes that bacteria goes through your. Ear. I do have a uh, like a little camera that's got a little arm oh, on it. You put it in your ear and you just fucking you plumb your ears. It's all right. I need the link Ooh, for I that. Did, yeah. That's yeah, it's real great. gross. It's expensive. I've like seen my eardrums. It's fucking hard. Do you have oh. a lot of wax oh. in your ears? No, not really. Okay. Can you ice skate? Uh, yes, barely. No. 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 Nope. Haven't tried in 20 years. Can't imagine. Have you roller skated at Guptills? No. <laughs> Hell is fucking yeah. Hell yes. Nope. That's going to be the Albany road trip with Eric <laughs> when we take him on a field trip to Albany and show him all the great things because oh. he's never been to Albany. We're going to be driving a lot this A lot summer. of driving. God damn. And that's got to be the spring. We're not going to Albany in the summer. I'm going to be by the <laughs> beach. Uh, bags of cashew halves slash pieces are twice the price as bags of whole cashews. Why? 
Interesting. I thought the holes were more expensive. I don't know. I think, I think that's a trade, a trade thing. Trump, yeah, China. You got to pay him for labor. Yeah. I think he's not vegan. Isn't that a thing where like it has to pass through a GI tract? To oh, what do you really think about that? Cashews? Whose GI tract does it pass through? I just love <laughs> animal <laughs> sloth. I don't says know. says I yeah know. says sloth shit cashews. Okay, so you're yeah, out. Fucking you're out. <laughs> don't like them that much. What's the most dangerous thing you've done? I don't know. Driving a car, probably. Yes. Um, yeah, for sure. Driving I, a car I, is really dangerous. I've In tra- Los Angeles, that's I've even traversed worse. the United States. 15 times yeah. uh, in, in a, a vehicle van. that yeah. has no, that wouldn't pass fucking, uh, it, it, driving is a fucking scary nightmare. What's a, what is another non, like a dangerous thing that's not driving a car? Driving is really dangerous, folks. Uh, I've jumped off some real high shit. I jumped off some 40 foot uh, kayak slide in Copenhagen last summer. <laughs> that was fun. It didn't, it, it didn't feel dangerous till you were looking down. <laughs> and I only did it out of madness and spite because because Amanda was standing there and it's like you're gonna do I'm like yes I'm gonna fucking do it and just ran up and just did it it was great <laughs> wow um, I jumped off a, oh I jumped off a giant waterfall in Vermont that I slipped off the ledge because it was wet because we had all been doing it and I slipped and didn't body uh, what's it called uh, belly flop didn't no. belly flop but side flopped oh, and oh, I was bruised up for a while not a good flop yeah so, uh, any other dangerous? Come on, dangerous stuff, guys. Well, I mean, other, I got three. Other mm-hmm. than touring and driving through yes. ice fucking storms, um, hiking in slot canyons—they're like super fucking narrow. Oh, and you, yeah, that's and you have to like climb man-made bridge like ladders to get to like the next section. Yeah, Pretty fucked up. Like you ever see that movie, 147 Hours, where oh, he cuts yeah, his arm off? That's yes, I went yes, to that the, place. Oh my god, that's crazy. and then um, going to CBGBs in the early nineties. There yeah, you go. Yeah, there you go. <clears throat> I feel like I could have gotten stabbed. I don't do much no dangerous, dangerous stuff. Right. No respect. All right, he bets. Coming from a guy who bets records, it's very. Yeah, I, mean, I don't do physically dangerous. Emotionally, emotionally yeah. dangerous <laughs> stuff. Swimming in the uh, pee pool at the uh, Colony Park. Oh, that'll get you. Gross, yeah. Yeah, that'll yeah. get you. Yeah, so did that, but I had to piss. So it's all right. Get you. All right, that's it. <laughs> okay. Uh, thank, thank you. Thank you yeah. to Mr. J. Reason. Thank you yes. guys for having me. I got to say, just I love listening to this thing. I'm, I'm also support the Patreon, so you guys should My too, because there's a lot of good episodes on that. So I just want to thank you guys yes, for, thank uh, you. for having me on. And I'm sorry that Isaac. Man, all kinds Diablo's of stuff. Den. Yeah, DiablosDenPodcast.com for check now. You know what? And just check out The Distance, Voice of Reason. Yeah. Voice of Reason put out stuff. the discography. Discography yeah. thing. I wrote uh, something in there. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, like just that. how you know what, Jay. We'd like you back. Uh, you yeah. touched on it today uh, in a very tasteful way that we did, and we should have <laughs> grilled you more, but we were in different directions. Yeah. So, Jay's relationship with the music industry is pretty unique very by most of our listener <laughs> standards, and he has kind of an insiders. Uh, we'll talk about what can be said. I'll say this to the listeners. Whatever you're doing now, especially like if you're hardcore Jason, you know, you're a young mm-hmm. kid, you're like, what am I going to do with myself after touring and stuff? Yeah. Dude, absorb everything you're doing right now on the road. Absorb everything. Say hi to everybody. Meet everybody. Meet everybody in every position. Get your name out yep. there. It's End the best. Up. Literally, touring is like college for me. I learned yeah. so much, so that's it. What do you got that. next for War God? Can you say? Uh, yep. Uh, next. So Record Store Day, we have six titles official, Crazy. which is awesome. We're very excited. We have, we're have we doing Soprano Soundtrack, which Amazing. is huge for us. Ooh. Cable Guy, uh, The Faculty, Kenny Wayne Shepherd, yes. Seven Mary Three, yeah, and Hot Rod, I think, is the last one. If I all, all, what is all the, those are vinyl. What is the Seven Mary Three song? 
Cumbersome. Cumbersome, yeah. And those actually, we already got word that they're already <coughs> sold out. So that's we're really excited for us. So yeah, just that stuff. And again, I thank you guys so much for letting me be on here because I you. love, I think it's so cool that you guys are sharing hardcore and just in general getting it out to everybody and giving just talking about some of the bands like Ensign and Stretch Armstrong mm-hmm. and some of these bands that I love that have been written away to time. It's awesome yeah. that you guys are doing it. So We're I thank you for that. Coming on for our next written out of history yes. episode. The, and what, what do we got? Um, oh. No. Are we, we done? No. no. Don't touch that fucking I just was <laughs> touching the computer. Um, what do you got? Who do you have coming up on Diablo's deck? So we just had Mina Caputo from Life Agony and Michael Lago who it's signed... A good yeah. He signed Metallica to Electra. The, the, we have an, we're having you on soon for. Isaac keeps calling it an emo episode for some reason. Why it's, me? Does he? I, because in, he just I don't know why. Does he think of indecision and think emo? He just he keeps it? saying I I think because I it was you and Vinny from the movie life. I wanted yeah. to have like a little yeah. era. That's my boy. He's like, like it'll be fun. He's like yeah yeah that's the emo episode. He kept calling it. So that's <laughs> I think just All in right. general I, I'm cool with that. I mean, so yeah, uh, well, cool. compared to him, I am the emo yeah, guy. Let's that's be realistic. So we're gonna have you on. We're working on a couple other things to uh you know. The mean episode is like the dynamic between her and Isaac is, is incredible. I will say this: I got I'll thank everybody for listening to yeah. it because I know it's been a very tough listen. It's we're just getting into it. Five episodes. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of personalities. So again, when you're listening to it, just keep that in mind. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot. We had Sasha Jenkins on. We had uh, Peter Green. Peter Green. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting. Some really great New York hardcore stories. We had Craig yes. Satari on. That one, was which fantastic. was really good with Gaggle. Gallo, so yeah, there's some yeah. great stigma and AF stories. So That's thank right. you guys for letting me plug that. I appreciate it. Thank no, you. Thank Jay, you. thank you for joining us. And Andrew, thank you. Overnight drive. Overnight drive. Thank you. Thanks, guys.